0: reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Finance in Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, Regulated by the Division.
1: KKSE, Parker, Denver, Home of the Nuggets, Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show Starts now Ladies and gentlemen
2: Boys and girls Children of all
3: ages At the ones and twos For the Vic Lombardi Show The hardest working man in Denver makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo On the wing
4: The man whose
3: last name is impossible to pronounce Marty O Oh At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H.W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlet and the man in the middle. He's a small man, but he's a good doctor. A turning at flaw, make some noise, everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah.
4: Martin has a high pick
5: and pop with Miles. Throws it to Lyles behind the back. Head fake got rid of favors. Gets down the lane
3: and threw it home with two hands over his team
0: from last year. Nuggets stretched the lead back up to 18. Uh, and hopefully tomorrow morning when you open up the sports page in the Denver
3: Post, there's not a picture of a snowboarder.
6: I'm tired of seeing the snowboarder You're on the sports page,
7: right?
3: The Denver Nuggets game, okay?
6: Pick-
7: oh, that is so good. The coach clearly plagiarizing me. Oh, it is. I'm glad I'm not the only one who believes that and who sees that, who notices that. Uh, by the way, I opened up the uh, sports page today, as I do every day. Fully support the Denver Post and the sports page and every sports page out there. And I'm looking at the front of the uh, sports section. No snowboarders, guys. What do you know? Not a single snowboarder on this one.
8: Hey, maybe, maybe there's hope after all, Vic. Somebody finally figured it out. So,
9: Vic, I've only got the internet in front of me, and the Nuggets are the top story on DenverPost.com/sports. Yeah. What is on the front page of the Denver Post sports section this well, morning? Well, you know
7: what's on there when it's not snowboarders, Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, next man up, it's uh, Paxton Lynch is on the cover, uh, followed by another story about Jamal Charles and his future as a uh, Bronco. Uh, the Nuggets featured on the left side of the sports page, but you know, at least they get front page stacks. So they've advanced. What a nice win! What a nice little win streak uh, here by the uh, Nuggets. They've won three in a row. And uh, get this, one guys—they're off to their best start through 34 games since when? When do you think the last time they—they've they've mounted a start like this? 19 and 15, four games above. Since when?
8: 2013 would be my guess. Uh, that's
9: what
7: I would have guessed. Yeah, I'm going to go.
8: Fu- I'm going to go further back.
9: I'm going to say. Uh, mellow era, maybe. I'm going to say 2010.
7: Yes, 2010, 2011, when they started 20 and 14. Believe it or not, that year that they won 57, the 2013, they got off to a horrible start that year. I think they started like 1 and 3 before they got the ship righted later in the season. This is their best start through 34 games in 6 years, guys. It's uh, It's been a while, and I'm not ready to launch a parade by any means but the Denver Nuggets will finish 2017 above 500 that's a guarantee and remember what I said when December started I said if they can negotiate the month of December without Paul Millsap and finish above 500 given the schedule how difficult it looked it'll be a successful month well they guaranteed that last night
8: well, and what a difference four or five days makes. I mean, we were we were sitting on these airwaves last Thursday, maybe last Friday, talking about man, that's a that is a tough road trip. We may be going to that Utah game, and they're sub five hundred, and they have righted the ship. And, and I do think you know now that they've they've got guys back healthy. I do think that stint where Jokic was out and they had to get some other guys a, a look. I think they found a little something. I think they yeah. found some chemistry with. Mason Plumlee being in there in the starting lineup with Trey Lyles uh, getting playing time. I I think that while that was a negative for that what six-game road trip when when Jokic didn't play at all, I think they did discover some things on that road trip that are now paying dividends now that for the most part, other than Millsap, everybody's healthy.
7: Well, our piping hot takes coming up in the second segment. I'll tell you exactly what I see different about these Nuggets and I think what's going to carry them through the rest of the season. Uh, But before we get to that stuff, fellas, how was it there sitting in that uh Club Lexus with Jason and his wife? Yeah, it
9: was uh, it was incredible, Vic. It was everything we expected, we wanted. Went to Club Lexus before the game, uh got a great dinner, had a had a couple beers, um then switched to water. And it wait, was. Wait
7: wait, wait, wait,
9: wait. You don't have to throw out wait, that tabby. Say,
10: what
7: wait, is that? Wait, wait, did you think, what, what are you, impressing people?
9: No. Wait. I'm just saying I'm being responsible because Mark Bertinoli likes to come on these airways every day and talk about how hammered I was going to get. So I I'm don't, just defending
8: uh, myself. I don't recall the water.
9: There was one water at halftime okay. in between when you were dealing with the little degenerates. Okay. All right. Oh, that's All, right. So All right.
7: Yes. Yeah, we drink a beer, then I switch to water. Oh, meanwhile, I switched to bourbon. I switched from beer to bourbon.
9: Anyways, the point is, it was a great night. Thank you to Graham and Melanie and all those folks over at the Nuggets who consistently hook us up uh, with tickets because it was... At least for me, I won't speak for Manchester. It was exactly what I expected and hoped for, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was. And you guys
8: got on the big board. Did you see that? You got yeah, on the scoreboard. On oh, yeah. There, yeah. oh yeah, we got. Uh, we were getting texts uh, during our altitude TV appearance when you were over interviewing Jason, and yeah. uh, from, you know people saw us on there. And then yeah, you, you did your little promo in the fourth quarter. There we were. It was uh, it was cool. We got to be a you know, you know pseudo celebrity there during the Nuggets game. It was fun.
7: Well, I hope we uh, got the point across to anybody who's a Nuggets fan or an Avs fan that uh, if you listen to our radio station, we give away more tickets than any station in town, and uh, you can experience what Jason and his wife experienced last night. Um, what was Jason's wife's name? Jenna. Jenna. Jenna.
8: Very uh, nice people. They were beautiful. great to hang out with. Um, he's a huge Nuggets fan, uh, so it was uh, it was cool. He, I believe he proposed at a Nuggets game, mm, I and they that played detail. Utah. That wow. night, which made okay. it kind of a nice connection. So, no, it was it was a lot of fun. He's a he's someone who uh, obviously listens to the station a lot, knows knows a lot about the three of us and and this show. So that was that was cool. But a big Nuggets fan, super nice people. We had a really good time hanging and, and you've out. And you got to tell Vic what happened
9: at dinner about ten minutes in. This is pure First gold, of all, Vic.
7: Well, hold on. What time? Because this is Club Lexus, mind you. This is right. just a yeah. game watching experience. This is a uh, a dining. Drinking, despite the waters, and game viewing experience. What time did you get there?
8: Uh, Six fifteen. Yeah, 16. yeah. You want to have enough time to you know hit the buffet, you know hit the hit the the candy station, so you have that ready to go. So Vic, wait until you hear what happened ten minutes into our meal. The buffet isn't great when you're a vegan, but no, it's 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 pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So anyhow, I come back, I sit down, and we're talking, and um, Jason looks over at me, and he goes, "You know, about a year ago, I couldn't stand you." That's beautiful. And yeah. then he said, "But everything you've said has turned out to be right. So I'm starting to listen to what he you have to have, say."
9: He might have even used
8: a little stronger
6: language than that.
8: I think he might have said, "I hated you."
6: Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You
8: know, A year ago I hated you. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. I no, appreciate it. Nice you. to meet you too, Jason. No, he <laughs> no, was Think great. about it. He was
7: know, great. I, I've had that said to me both ways. Both uh, a year ago I liked you. Now I hate you. A year ago I hated you. Now I like you. But if there's no better way to impress someone. Than to make them completely go 180 on their impression of you. Think right. about that for a second. It takes a lot of work to do that. Well, it takes a lot of diligence to do that.
8: As I told Jason, and, and a lot of people, you know, longtime friends or family members would attest to this. I'm kind of an acquired taste,
9: right? I can attest to that. You
8: know, <laughs> you, you, you kind of got to see. Oh, I see what this is all about. And you know, the fact that I was, if I'd have said all those things about the Broncos just to be a jerk. Well, yeah, I can see why people would hate me. I just truly believed them, and sure. when they get a cheap win on Sunday, I'm going to be spot on. Vic, you, if you or go it's ahead, it's amazing,
7: sorry. really. I mean, if if they win Sunday, I mean, think about it. How many people out there could have predicted mm. six and ten? Stuck to his guns at stick, six and ten, never even moved off that number. Even at three and one, you were still well. Let's wait and see, and you were right all along. Yeah, well, so you, listen, you and Leggy victory much? lapping. As much as I do like the victory lap and, and give you heck, um I am thoroughly impressed. Now I still hate you and sure. want to punch your face, yeah. but I, I am so impressed by your ability to <laughs> st- stand by your guns.
8: Stubbornness. That's uh it's one of my uh, one of my key traits, Vic. Yeah.
7: So HW, Vic what'd you have?
8: Yeah, a couple other things stood
9: out last night, courtside. I mean, obviously you're so close to the action. You pick up on things you wouldn't pick up otherwise. Jamal Murray I've called him Baby Steph Curry, and I've gotten crap for that before. He flashed some more Baby Steph Curry last night in person right there. His release is incredible. His explosiveness is incredible. That kid is special. And then the Nikola Jokic ejection, and I got this on Twitter and they said it best, that was just a swim move gone wrong. How he got ejected, and that was a flagrant two, was an absolute joke.
7: We can debate
9: that. You think he deserved
7: to be ejected? Uh, You know I love Joker, but let let me put it this way. He knew exactly what he was doing. Mm. Exactly. I
9: thought it was a swim move gone wrong, but I'd be curious to hear your perspective on it, too, because I have about 50 observations from last night, but those are the two I wanted to spit out in the first segment. No doubt.
7: And, of course, the results of them calling it a hostile act. Right. What the hell is that? Well, I mean, who comes up with that language? What Terrorist act is next. Is that next level? Hostile act. Every act's a hostile act on a basketball court. As for Jamal Murray, I agree with you. And you know what Jamal brings? And some people might think that I'm, you know, as a a guy who has to ask questions, sometimes he can be very abrasive. He's probably the most abrasive interview on the team. I sort of like that. I I like a guy with some swag who can be, uh, let's say, a jerk at times, who can be, uh, short sighted at times and just hey I don't want to deal I like it because he brings that attitude to the court and you can back it up
8: put it yeah. that way No I I am 100% with you the the other part of it the thing that jumped out it was on our end of the floor and he didn't impress me up until this moment uh you know I'd heard all this Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell His dunk late in the game whoa. Oh my goodness mm. whoa it, it, and when you're when you're sitting that close yeah. you know Vic, you've been down on the field for a NFL game an NFL game, the speed of the game when you're close is amazing. You see these collisions, you're like, I don't know how anybody got up from that. Like It's, it's incredible. When you're that close at a NBA game, the size and the physicality of the game is what jumped out at me. But that dunk and just the ferocity of it, it, it was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, well, and it was the other team. But, man, that was a highlight. Well, you and I
9: both kind of jumped up like, and reacted. And it wasn't because we're fans of J- Donovan Mitchell. We're not fans of the Utah Jazz. It was just human instinct. Yeah, You understand now why even opposing benches sometimes react to dunks the way oh, they sure. do because they can't help themselves.
7: He started from the right side, jumped, and ended up dunking on the left side of the rim over Will Barton's outstretched hands. So it was the dunk of the night. Now they lost, but it was the dunk of the night. Uh, Jared Bednar will join us at the bottom of the hour, as he does every Wednesday morning. Of course, the Avs host the Coyotes tonight, uh, the rematch after uh, the craziness that went down in the desert a few days ago. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if Zach Ronaldo is going to play. He, he won't. Uh, he
9: won't. Vic. He, he's not playing basketball for a long time. I got an update on. Or, well, I know he's me, not ho- playing basketball. Yeah, he's not playing hockey for a long time. I got. I got an update for you on that. Oh, no, good. We don't have games yet, but he did something yesterday that people need to know about.
7: He did something that will determine his fate tonight. Correct. Great. All right. We'll talk to Bednar about that when we come back. Our piping hot takes, and uh, again, I'll tell you why the Nuggets have turned the corner, and they've turned it without arguably. Well, he is their only all-star player. They've done so without Paul M- Paul Millsap, Jared Bednar coming up at the bottom of the hour. Adam Morris also on the show today from DenverStiffs.com. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. You can watch us live on Periscope at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi. The text line 30933. I already read a text as I uh, opened it up this morning. This one was to the uh, Nate and Ryan Show. Someone said, Nate. Would you FaceTime Ryan during the birth of your child as well? I just started laughing. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi show. We're back after this timeout. Homeowners, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford, the Hansford real estate team, is the only agent you need to call. He will make you this offer. Troy will sell you a home or your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Marketing. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get clients the most money. Recently, he used that system. He sold the house for ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's
1: all-sports station, Kreckman & Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of
5: Kreckman & Harris, we'll recap the Nuggets' big win and plus paxton speaks also ryan the broncos have lost four games by at least 20 points this year the browns have only done that once how in god's name is vance joseph going to keep his job we shall discuss coming up wednesday
1: crackman and harris every weekday afternoon three to six only on altitude 950 your call is now first in line and will be
11: answered by the next available representative Thank you for your patience. Thank you for holding. How may I assist you?
6: Hi, yes. Um,
11: we
12: were just broken into, and we need a home security system.
11: Oh, sorry, wrong department. Please hold.
12: The best home security isn't hard to get. With Simply Safe, you can get comprehensive, professionally monitored home security online without the hold time or runaround. Each Simply Safe system is a thoughtfully assembled security arsenal. From entry and motion sensors to a high definition security camera, you'll have everything you need to keep your family safe. CNET called it comprehensive, easy to use protection, naming it Editor's Choice for Home Security. Order now, and in a few days, be protected 24-7. Right now, save big with Simply Safe for the new year. Get $200 off our most popular home security system at simplysafe.com slash new. Hurry. Offer ends January 2nd. Hey there, Denver. It's your
5: boy, Ryan Harris. And your other boy, Nate Krackman. Do you have high interest credit card debt or student loans and feel like you'll never get ahead making the minimum payment every month? Well, then you should talk to our friends at American Financing. They can help you by consolidating your high interest debt into one manageable monthly payment. And did you know you can refinance up to 85% of your current home's value? This could allow you to start saving up to $1,000 or more every single month. And with rates still near historic lows, locking your interest rates rate now because they are expected to rise before the beginning of the year. American Financing's mortgage consultants are salary based and the conversations are simple, straightforward and always honest. There are no upfront fees. You may even be able to skip up to two mortgage payments. It's more savings for you. So call now before rates go up again. 303-695-7000 That's 303-695-7000 or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net
10: NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate Yeah. Altitude
1: 950 Traffic Update.
13: An accident clearing off the left side of the highway westbound C-470 at 285 is stackback traffic to Bowles. Traffic is brought to you by Len Lyle Chevrolet. Watch for slow traffic south on I-25 between 48th and Colfax where there is an accident in the clearing stages. Right now at Len Lyle Chevrolet, get up to 22% off MSRP on Select 2017 Impala. Sonic, Spark, Malibu, Cruise and Tracks models in stock. Go east and pay the least. Find them at lenlyle.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
5: We want to see him play. Obviously, that's that's been a goal the last couple weeks, and we haven't, you know, that hadn't happened. You know, so we want to see him play live bullets in a football game.
7: Why would they unveil their starting quarterback for Sunday's game? Why not keep that under wraps for competitive purposes? You don't want the opponent to know who's going to start. Isn't that what we were told the entire week before?
8: And so let me get this straight. In three days, the ankle's now completely better. That's that's the difference? He's ready to play. Basically, he's being forced to play. I, I, I think you're happening. right. I think he's yeah. being forced to play. It's like, yeah. No, dude, you, you yeah. cash a check every week. You are yeah. playing. It's exactly what's happening. It is it is so is, preposterous. Yeah, it's really
9: frustrating that uh, this is a kid who who has, you know, a first-round grade, gets picked in the first round, gets paid and from what I can read in the situation doesn't really look like he cares to play football. That that bothers me. That drives me a little crazy.
7: I mean, well, you know, we don't know the whole story and I don't claim to know the whole story. I just know the last 2 weeks and the way they've operated this is beyond alarming. I mean, you sh- should have been alarmed for some some time now regarding his status, but the last week pretty much seals it for me.
9: Well, and think about the shoulder injury in the preseason. We got told that was minor. We got told that was, yeah. what, two to four weeks, and that bled into 11, 12 weeks. So it kind of gets the wheels spinning in my head of, was that the Broncos bleeding that into 11, 12 weeks, or was that Paxton bleeding that into 11, 12 weeks? I don't, cl- like you, I don't claim to know the answer, but it does get the wheels turning.
7: Well, so much for competitive purposes here. Uh, They've unveiled their quarterback, and now Kansas City knows. Damn it. Let's get on to our piping hot takes. I
1: am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping hot takes. (laughs) Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery.
7: It's this hot take. Why are the Denver Nuggets off to their best start in six years? Four games above five hundred through thirty-four. Again, nothing to throw a parade over, but the fact that they're uh, four games over at this point, I find pretty impressive. Considering what they've had to go through, considering that they've uh, they they lost their best player, their all-star player, arguably uh, a month ago. And yet, here they stand, uh, nineteen and fifteen through thirty-four games, looking very good, securing a winning record uh, by the end of the year. Okay, they are guaranteed a winning record. Back on the road tonight in Minnesota. What's been the difference? What is? It? Well, you can point to a lot of things. Um, I think going to a shorter rotation certainly helped because now there's some chemistry out there where people can they can understand who they can count on. Not on the offensive side. On the defensive end. Everybody talks about defense and how it's just a one-on-one situation. It's really not. You hear about pulling the string like everyone's on a string. That's what defense is. The rotation defensively is every bit as important as the ball movement offensively. And look at what the Nuggets have done the last three games. It's almost preposterous. In Portland, holding the Blazers to 85. At Golden State... Holding the Warriors to 81. I repeat, 81, the Warriors. At home against Utah, 83. This is a Utah team that scored 34 points at halftime. 34 at the half. Whatever the Nuggets are doing defensively, keep on doing it because it's working. Over the last 10 games, they have the third rated defense in the NBA. We've heard Michael Malone talk about defense. I work with a gentleman Bill Hanslick, who always pushes the defensive stuff. Every time they mention it, I always look the other way, saying, "Ah, big deal." Well, it is a big deal. Apparently, we don't know we don't know enough of why defense is a big deal. So I had to ask. I asked each of the players last night, "What has been the def- the difference defensively? Why have you guys shown since the first of the month?" I posed that question to one Nikola Jokic. Uh, regarding the game, you, you hold the team to 34 points in the first half. That tells the whole story. How, how, is, how are you guys playing such great
14: defensively? I think it's uh, me.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
14: <laughs> There's your answer. The
6: Defensive
7: Player of the Year, Nikola Jokic. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take.
9: You guys remember this infamous football rant, right?
7: Playoffs?
9: Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? If you're even a casual football fan, you know that kind of infamous and amazing rant from former Colts head coach Jim Mora after he was asked if his putrid team could possibly make the playoffs in Peyton Manning's second-worst season as a pro. And if someone asked Colorado Avalanche head coach Jared Bednar about the playoffs today, he wouldn't react like that. And, Vic, you may be able to do it in the next ten minutes. Uh, Entering tonight's game, the Avs are just three games out of a wild-card spot in the Western Conference and uh, excuse me three points out of a, a wild card spot in the western conference and they're behind the ducks who they have two games in hand on so if you win both those games then you're in the playoffs what the coyotes did to the Avs on saturday night may have made a close team even closer the way eric johnson came to samuel gerrard's defense and nathan mckinnon came to samuel Gerard's defense i think probably bonded this team and propelled them into a little run here nine of their next ten are at home and heck we already have the evidence it propelled them because they took a zero zero game into a four nothing game and tonight is the rematch against Arizona. You need to dispose of the classless Coyotes tonight get another two points and then find a way with eight of the next nine at home to maybe reel off you know 15 points or so in these next ten games and you're positioning yourself come February and March, to potentially make a run at the playoffs. I've said time and time again, I won't kill the Avs if they don't make the playoffs because they're a year ahead of schedule, but you always remember those things that propel you, and I think Saturday night in Arizona could propel them. Quick update before we get to Manchester, Vic. That Ronaldo guy, he... uh He won't be playing hockey for a long time because he's not having an in-person meeting with the NHL. He waived his right to that. He's just having a conference call, I believe today, where he will accept whatever punishment they give him. You would expect the NHL to act swiftly on this. And if they do a conference call today and then don't suspend him, he's somehow allowed to play tonight, he'll get his ass kicked again.
7: Is it eight of the next nine at home
9: or nine of ten? Nine of ten. So I'm saying get your two points against bad Arizona tonight and then focus on eight of the next nine at home.
7: Okay, you just say, okay, I see what you're saying. You've advanced it past the Arizona game.
9: I have. Maybe that's dangerous. Maybe that's greedy. But I think this team is so fired up about what happened in the desert Saturday, they're going to come out flying tonight at the Pepsi Center.
7: Next hot take.
8: It's
10: Manchester's hot take.
8: Fellas, I've uh, turned the page to 2018 when it comes to the Broncos. I'm starting to think about, all right, how do you fix this? Yesterday I talked about the head coach. I think Vance Joseph is in over his head. I don't think he's shown anything Uh, during his tenure to make me think there's hope that it's going to turn around obviously on Sunday we're going to see Paxton Lynch I have been a supporter in terms of hey we need to see what the kid can do on the field before we judge him Uh, I think the fact that he's been unable to get on the field has told us all we need to know so now it's on to free agency the draft all those kind of things the problem the Broncos find themselves in the roster is poorly constructed from a salary cap standpoint Take a look at what they've got tied up in six guys. Von Miller's at the top of the list with twenty two point four million dollar cap number next year. They have twenty three million dollars tied up in their two wide receivers, DT and Emmanuel, and then their three corners. And look, we love Akeeb, Chris Harris Jr. and Bradley Roby, but thirty one million bucks tied up in, in in those three guys if they all stay. That's that's almost seventy seven million dollars. Take a look at the teams that are having good seasons. Take a look at the teams that are in the playoffs. That's not how they spend their money. They don't spend their money on multiple guys at one position. Most of them have a quarterback who's high atop the list. The Broncos don't. Most of them spend money on offensive linemen. The Broncos don't. Pass rusher is fine. And then it's usually one corner and one receiver. John Elway has bungled this by paying both DT and Emmanuel. You're going to have to pick one. Emmanuel's the most likely because you can trade him after June 1 and it's a relatively modest cap or cut him after June 1. It's a relatively modest cap hit. And you can't have a keep Chris Harris and Bradley Roby. Bradley Roby's the easiest to get rid of. No cap hit. keep second easiest. One million dollar cap hit. You're going to have to blow up this roster in ways that are going to be painful for fans. You're going to have to blow up this roster in ways that are going to make you have jerseys that are outdated because Roby Akeeb Emmanuel, players like that, players who were integral to them winning Super Bowl 50, are no longer here. The Broncos and John Elway have some work to do, and it starts with redistributing cash because they aren't built like a playoff team.
7: All right, so let me get something straight. they have They have cash issues and salary cap issues. You don't think that they can solve all this in one offseason, is what you're saying? It's going to take multiple off seasons to fix their problems.
8: No, I think they can. I just think it's going to be painful, right? Like people are going to have to say, "We we love Akeeb, but sure. to fix it, you may have to get rid of Akeeb to leave. Sure. You may have to not re-sign Bradley Roby. You may have to uh, tra- uh, cut Emmanuel Sanders after June one. Those would be painful because those are sure. good football players. But you can't have the kind of money they have tied up in multiple guys at a position. I mean, there's some exceptions to it. But by and large, the formula that the good teams use, it's always the same. It's a quarterback. It's offensive line. It's one of those uh, things, one receiver, one cornerback. You can't put it in three guys. You just can't. It's just silly.
7: Could explain why
8: Akiba...
7: Every time we talk to Akeem, he's talking about his stats. Again, there you go. mentioned this yesterday on the text line, made up a great point. It sounds like Akeem is auditioning for other teams. He's throwing his stats out there just in case. Does not feel secure in his status here in Denver.
8: He I can, anybody should think
7: anybody should.
8: Uh, he can read the salary cap calculator just as well as I can.
7: When we come back, the head coach of the Colorado Avalanches, they get set for the second game uh, against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they played a few days ago before the Christmas break, and uh, blood was spilled. What will happen tonight at Pepsi Center? The coach coming up right here on Altitude 950.
1: Hiking Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery.
8: All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one you don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured these are the good guys they have over a thousand google reviews plus they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau so pick up the phone and give them a call 303 695 or check them out online at americanfinancing.com become a homeowner today with the
14: official mortgage company of altitude 950 simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results berg simpson your fighters for justice when the game is on the line go to bergsimpson.com that's b-u-r-g simpson.com good lawyers changing lives This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law
10: Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We
5: have proven results, and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com. That's bergsimpson.com.
8: Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives.
14: time to get geared up for
10: Stock Show, and you want your gear from Colorado Saddlery. They've been building gear for Cowboys since 1945. They're the largest tack shop in the West, with a 12,000-foot showroom now open in Golden. You'll find spurs, bits, concealed carry coats, professional-grade saddles, and more. During the Stock Show Super Saddle Sale, get a free wool saddle pad with every saddle purchase. Time to get geared up for Stock Show at Colorado Saddlery, one block west of I-70 in Colfax, on Moss Street in Golden. When bad weather hits, be ready. Let Goodyear help during our biggest event. Now through December 31st, 2017, get up to $200 back on select Goodyear tires. That includes the new Assurance Weather Ready, offering Goodyear's best all-weather traction for Mother Nature's worst. Plus, ask about special financing. See store for details. Stop by Roadmaster's Auto & Tire Center in North Glen, Lafayette, and Boulder, or RoadmastersAuto.com. The Altitude
1: 950 Traffic Update.
13: An accident clear westbound C-470 between Bulls and 285, but still watch for some residual delays. Traffic is brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation. All lanes reopen behind a crash southbound I-25 approaching Colfax. Again, residual delays start around 48th Avenue. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartel.org to learn more. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Fumbles the puck, gathers it
3: back in, steers it far side. Into the box for the uh, circle, Confer, a shot, he scores! J.T. Confer, short side, it's a power play goal. And the Avs have taken a 2-0 lead over the Arizona Coyotes. 309-33, 30933,
7: 30933. That's our text line. If you have any questions or comments for the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche, who joins us now on the hotline, Jared Bednar. I uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas, uh, Coach. Uh, nice and relaxing for you.
15: For a couple of days, just enjoyed... Uh... Family, and uh, yeah, kind of started back, get, got some work done yesterday, and back here in the office today, getting ready for uh, the game tonight against Arizona
6: again.
7: What was the most cherished gift you received? A pair of socks? <laughs> what'd you get?
15: <laughs> I got a watch. Nice? Yeah. yeah.
7: I'm not a watch. I, I can't wear watches for some reason. Have, have you always been a watch guy?
15: Well, I didn't wear one for for a long time, and then I got one about fifteen years ago, and I'm still wearing it. So I thought I'd get a nice one, so I did that. And yeah, once so, I got used to it, I can't I can't go without it now.
7: Are you the kind of coach? Are you on the uh, Vince Lombardi time system, where if you have a meeting at nine thirty, you expect everybody to be there by nine twenty five? After nine twenty five is <laughs> late. How do you run things?
15: As, as long as they're in there at nine thirty, I'm good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause we, we used... like to keep it tight if we can.
7: Sure. Um, you're playing a team that you played Saturday night. Again, another quirk in the schedule, uh, in a season of quirks. This is the craziest schedule I've seen laid out in quite some time. But anyway, um, we know what happened in Arizona Saturday night. Does that stuff carry
6: over?
15: Uh, I don't think so, but I think it'll be an emotional contest. You know, like that's uh, first game back, guys are rested and should have good energy, Um at the same time, neither team has skated in three days, so you get a quick skate this morning and then get ready to play. Um, so managing the puck, I think, is going to be the key tonight. you got to take care of it. You can't give... Uh, give the other team any turnovers and just take care of it Make sure they have to earn everything that they're going to get And I'm sure they're thinking the same thing So team that kind of gets up and gets skating and, and, and can execute here tonight Will be the team that uh, comes out on top, in my opinion It's kind of a strange game there Like yeah. you said, there was some tempers And uh, a lot of the game was played There was a lot of special teams in that game Power play, penalty kill And even that, you know, on our side of it, was strange because we lost A handful of players All in that same play With uh, Johnson um, Gerard McKinnon All guys that play Our power play And then we got An extended power player too Late in the, in the second And into the third period So some other guys Stepped up And we were able to score um, Three power play goals And then we were a little bit sloppy too at times, and they got a couple shorthanded goals. So it just was one of those nights that was a little bit strange, and guys playing out of position and um, a little bit hectic at times from us on on our side of things.
7: Always amazes me what uh, motivates, what sparks a player during the course of the game, because you're right, the game was sort of there, it was blah. Then all of a sudden, there's fights galore, and then goals galore. Everything happened in a snap of the finger. Let's go straight to the text line. Here's somebody that wants a question asked, uh, uh, Coach, when a guy like Ronaldo does something like he did the other night, what do you instruct your players to do exactly? Do you allow someone on your team to go after him? What is it like from the bench when that happens?
15: Well, you know what? I like the way we handled it. Um... The the players <clears throat> the players in that instance took offense to um, what Ronaldo did there and you know they handled it right away. I like I like the fact that we handled it immediately. It was something that was done in the heat of the moment. Um, Eric Johnson came in and, and fought Ronaldo and, and McKinnon was involved and guys were jumping in and sticking up for one another. Uh, you know, you hate to, as a coach, to see, eric johnson nathan mckinnon fighting in the middle of the game but at the same time uh, that was an instance where we needed to stick up for one another and show that we're a team and that we're tight and take your business and and I, I was really proud of our guys for doing that and, and then also for the other guys stepping up and and getting the job done on the power play. It's it's one thing to step up and and, and take care of business when you feel like someone's uh, taking a cheap shot on your teammate and and take care of it one way, but then you have to make them pay on the scoreboard as well, and that's what we were able to do the other night, so I was really happy with, with the way we handled it and with the way different guys stepped up over that
7: instance. So just curious, a kid like Gerard, who did get sucker punched out of the blue, Uh, does not respond. He allows his teammates to do that, and he says, listen, it's not my job. Do you think that viewpoint changes after a couple years? Maybe when he becomes older, more seasoned, do you think he does make it his job?
15: Well, I think, yeah, I think there's different different circumstances that, you know, will happen, and and that may that may come with time you know he's a real young guy he's not a big guy but uh there's different ways that you can kind of step up and get in there and i i, I think in his in his uh in, in that particular case he gets knocked down and and um, you know Eric Johnson jumps in right away and and, and takes care of the um, Ronaldo and and the other fight with McKinnon was just you know they got involved and everyone was uh tempers were high and it was heated a little bit and there ends up being another one so he gets kicked out for the secondary fight but I think over time yep yeah, there's there's a certain um, level of uh, you know. That, that comes along with being in the league and a responsibility for all players on your bench to make sure the guys aren't uh, um, taken advantage of out on the ice.
7: So EJ went into uh, incredible Hulk mode. I mean, I, I, we've had him <laughs> yeah. in studio. He's the nicest guy in the world, and he just lost it. I mean, I, he scares me now.
15: Yeah, that was, uh, you know, in, and that's what the the this particular case called for i think that he took uh great exception to what happened there you know there was the original hit which was clean and i think mac just got a little winded on it and um but gerard steps in and you know just kind of gives him a shove and let him know that 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 he didn't even like that part of it and then um you know eric johnson took exception with 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 the punch that Ronaldo gave Gerard, so I think it was a really good response, and it, and it kind of shows that our team's together and they're tight, and um, that, that we don't want to let that happen to our players. And um, you know, losing those guys for stretches of time during the game, like I said, got a little crazy. We were running three defense on the on the bench there for a seven minute stretch, so um, they were short shifting and rotating through both the, the power play and the five on five. Situation, So it kind of got uh, crazy from our standpoint because we had to have forwards uh, or a forward ready to be able to jump out for a D if they got tired. and I think some of the sloppy play uh, during that time frame kind of came from that, but we were able to create enough scoring chances and guys did a, did a good job finishing on their opportunities there to get us a lead.
7: Well, good news is you won the game 6-2. Bad news is uh, Tyson Barry's going to miss some time. Anything you can uh, provide, Avalanche fans? What kind of timeline are we looking at? Anytime you hear the word fracture, that scares you.
15: Yeah, so it's going to be weeks. Um and we we don't really know for certain just yet because he's going back to uh, the doctor today to see exactly how they're going to proceed with this injury, and uh, we'll we'll know more um, probably tomorrow to see exactly what they're thinking of for a, for a timetable. But it, it will be weeks, um, not days. How how and when did that
7: happen, Coach?
15: That that was earlier in the period. We were uh, in D zone coverage, and the um, Tice was in a real good spot in uh, man-on-man coverage and the the puck went to the point and their point man shot it and he stepped in the lane and it it just hit him on the hand and must have got him in a funny spot or where there's no padding or either that or he got hurt through his glove uh, and he hurt his hand so um, he knew something was wrong with it right away and and they looked at him on the bench and they took him in for x-rays in the building and uh sure enough that he had a fracture so um, just one of those things you got to deal with. I guess it's the the good news is it'll be. Uh, we're hoping it's it's similar to like say uh, Comfer's injury where he was out for a little bit and was able to. Um, get fixed and then get you know get back on the ice and was skating because there's a hand injury and then when he got clearance to play then he was already ready to play and was able to stay in shape and and stay on the ice and and start uh trickling in some uh, puck handling and then shooting and um, there'll be some discomfort there for certain but hopefully it doesn't keep him out that
6: long
7: that, that sounds like just one of those um, luck of the draw things. I mean, uh, the, the skaters sometimes they'll wear those fenders to prevent the the foot injuries. Is there anything you can wear around the glove, any more support or padding to to prevent that kind yeah. of stuff?
16: Well, there is
15: there is some different gloves out there, and some of them have a pad over the front of the the hand. Um, You know, some have a little bit longer cuffs. There's guys modify them a little bit depending on uh, the position they play and how many um, hacks and whacks they take uh, to that area. Uh, The league's really done a good job trying to clean up the, the stick work on the hands and Anytime you kind of you get your uh, stick horizontal and and touch a guy's hands, now it's a penalty. So I think you see less and less of those uh, those type of injuries from the sticks, but it still does happen in scrums and in corners. And on this particular case, it's a shot. I think just catches him in the wrong spot. So I don't know if it was. Equipment malfunction, for that matter. I think it just gets you, and if it gets you in the right spot, anything can happen. And and that seemed to be the case here. Just sort of bad luck for Tyson and us.
7: Jared Bednar, every Wednesday right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Coach, uh, Ashley Marie has a question on the text line. What is the difference between this season and last? And I can tell you one difference I see right away as I go to the stats goals per game. You you're number 8 in the league. That right there is enough of a difference to say why you're in the conversation. Anything else you notice?
15: Well, there's a lot of things. You know, I think it starts with our team togetherness. It's a it's a, a young group. It's the, they're of similar age. Uh, I think the leadership that we're getting out of our locker room this year um some of our guys have really stepped up. Landy's been doing a really good job as our captain. Eric Johnson stepped up in a big way um on the defensive side of things and kind of taking taking all those young D under his wing. Um uh, guys like Carl Soderbergh, uh Como, Nathan McKinnon really stepping up his his leadership within our locker room, both on and off the ice. And there's a certain hunger to our team that that um you know last season may uh left a, a bad taste in our in our mouth and Guys feel like they have something to prove and, and we do have something to prove and, and, you know, that's something that's kind of stuck with us here, wanting to play real well at home in front of our fans and, and earn the respect of our fans and our city is important to our team. And you start adding those things up and, um, the, the youth and energy that we've injected into our lineup with guys like Kerfoot and Jost and Gerard and just, you know, you can go through the whole lineup. I think that, um, you know, our guys are enjoying trying to lead that group and help them get better. Um, they've brought some life to our lineup personally. And then our, our older guys have, have, uh, enjoyed working with those guys. And it just kind of snowballs. Confidence is a, is a funny thing. And then, and then our goaltending's been solid and given us a chance to win every night, which you have to have in this league average goaltending. Is not good enough to get the job done anymore. If you look at the teams at the top of the standings, they're they're getting exceptional goaltending on a nightly basis, and you know, like again, you just you just kind of add all those things up: the scoring, the goals, the power play has more confidence. Um, They're getting the job done, especially at home. We've been really good on their special teams at home, which has helped their home record.
7: You're in the conversation, and here we are after Christmas. reasonable expectation for for this team is to be in the conversation. Nine of the next ten are on home ice. Do you allow yourself to look forward and say, okay, we got to get this many points, this would be great, this is our goal? Do you even look at it that way, or do you just go strictly game for
6: game?
15: Well, we've talked about... um our homestand, we just had a brief one before Christmas here, and it continues now after Christmas. is the longest one of the year, and we've talked about that because you have to take care of your home games. You know the games are getting tougher and tougher, and the checking is getting tighter and tighter. So we know that we need to have um, a good showing here at home to remain in the conversation, even to climb. Um, just over this last five-game stretch, we've picked up two points on the field, and it's something that I think we're doing a disservice to our team if we don't talk about that. But for the most part, we remain a uh, process-oriented group. Like We want to make sure that our, we're getting to our game and playing our game to the best of our ability. and. For us being a young team, we really have to narrow that focus to period by period, and uh, we believe that if we continue to play uh, and improve our game and play the way we can that that the results will take care of themselves so that is that is is generally our focus, but we do um, touch on um, home stands uh, road trips and and try to make sure that we're focused and we know what those uh, groups of games mean to our team as well, and this is a big one for us. So coming out on home ice here, starting this thing off right tonight will be real important to our team. All right,
6: last
7: question, Coach. With uh, Tyson out now, uh, what do you do in that, uh, that defensive end? How do you change that rotation?
15: Yeah, so we've been playing uh, 7-D a little bit. We've been back to 6, depending on how our guys are playing, whichever uh, scenario we feel gives us the best chance to win. With Tyson out... um, the the big hole becomes the the power play and he's been a real productive player for us. He's in the league leaders in 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 points by defensemen and really helps that power play uh, click along. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity. Eric Johnson and um, uh, Sam Girard have been. Uh, splitting time I guess you could say uh, on the other unit so um, our thought is that we're going to put Eric Johnson uh, keep the right handed shot on that first unit so it should be a little bit of a seamless transition and then uh, Gerard will run the second unit uh, last game we had Lindholm out on the defensive side of things so those two guys and probably Barbario a little bit is Adderoff we'll see more offensive situations and then um, you know those other guys uh Zbigniew, big z you know they'll they'll split up a little bit more of the defensive duties uh depending on where we're at in games and what the what the time and score looks like
7: coach I'll leave you with uh, three separate texts that say the exact same thing they all say yeah. coach. Make sure the boys put on the foil tonight. Thank you very much. (laughs) Best of luck. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Take care. That is Jared Bednar. Every Wednesday right here on Altitude 950, we're taking a break. When we come back, go back to, uh, well, listen, there's no snowboarders on the cover of the, the sports page today, but there is Paxton Lynch. What are his expectations? I mean, realistic expectations this week. What can he possibly do or not do to change your tune? We'll delve into that. Don't forget Adam Morris coming up at 9 o'clock. Plenty more. We're giving away tickets today. We're giving away Avs Coyote tickets tonight. Nuggets tickets as well. And you know how this game works. Instead of us stumping you, which you don't like, you stump us. I am easily stumped. I was proven to be stumped last week. You stump us, you go to games. That's how it works. You got Altitude 950.
4: Kat Acerer, urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Adventist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology.
10: Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning small batch American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled 10 times, gently charcoal filtered 6 times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has 6 delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release orange Deep Eddie Vodka is 100% gluten free it always reminds you to please day drink responsibly
17: at Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate simple little things make all the difference for we know that in the details senior living becomes senior loving our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age we offer sweets for independent and assisted living and for memory care Morningstar casting a new light in Lone Tree Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645.
12: Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here.
11: The 34th Annual MedBed Inventory Equalization Sale. Our
12: accountants have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018.
11: It's imperative that MedBed Chevrolet's inventories be equalized, and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles.
12: This is the moment you've been waiting for.
11: 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify or no payments till spring 2018.
12: MedBed Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRP to save you money.
11: Save on Tahoe's, Equinox, Cruze, Malibu. And Sonic.
12: This is the time to buy.
11: Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly.
12: The 34th Annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale.
11: Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions.
12: Medved Chevrolet. On the I 25 corridor, depart the 181 Ramp Castle Rock. And on I 70 in Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward. but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads.
2: G5767
11: MSRP 19,400 plus tax title and fees includes $599 D&H with approved credit. Subject to prior sale, see Medved for details. Expires 1318.
1: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
13: Overall, light volume and a very nice drive. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. An accident clearing off the Boulder Turnpike. Watch for activity flashing lights westbound Boulder Turnpike at Interlock and. And slight delay westbound C-470 at I-70 with an accident. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
15: The fact that we handled it immediately, it was something that was done in the heat of the moment. Um, Eric Johnson came in and, and fought Ronaldo and, and McKinnon was involved and guys were jumping in and sticking up for one another. Uh, you know, you hate to as a coach to see Eric Johnson, Nathan McKinnon fighting in the middle of the game, but at the same time, uh, that was an instance where we needed to stick up for one another and show that we're a team and that we're tight.
7: You know, Coach brings up a good point there, and I think uh, Manchester, you can agree with him because this was your point, I believe, yesterday with your hot take. And, And the biggest difference between what happens in a hockey game and what we've seen out of some football games, you know, a year after the chain snatching incident, there's a brawl that breaks out in Oakland. This was a heat of the moment, nothing premeditated. They didn't plan on it. They saw one of their players go down, and players came to his defense, and that's how it works in hockey. It wasn't. Wasn't what we remember out of Todd Bertuzzi, where months later he cheap shots a guy and ends his career. This was a fight that was born straight out of a cheap shot they saw during the game.
8: Correct, and, and that's why this is one that I I loved. I mean, I just dur- during the your interview with Coach Bednar, I went back and, and rewatched the whole uh, YouTube clip of it, the altitude broadcast, and the immediacy with uh, which. It- EJ and McKinnon jump into it. I mean they come flying across the ice. It's a genuine reaction to it. It wasn't something premeditated. It wasn't something that goes back to something that happened in the off season in pick your place. It, it wasn't about them. It was about defending their teammate. They're 180 degrees from each other. They you know some of the same results of hey kicked out of a game and you know maybe suspensions are coming you never know, but the purpose behind it is what, in my mind, makes one good actually great and one bad. It's, it's, is it about your team or is it about you?
9: Well, Well, like I I said, I'm not going to plan the parade route, but it was my hot take that we always circle games that, that in retrospect, were a big deal, right? When did the Nuggets get better last year? London. We all circled London. I'm telling you, if the Avs make a run, we are going to circle December 23rd, 2017, as what propelled them into that run because I think this team was already close. I think they got even closer after what happened Saturday night in Arizona.
7: Here's the difference, though. Would you rather have that... That reaction that Eric Johnson and and McKinnon gave us, or would you rather have a healthy Tyson Berry? Because they lost a hell of a good player, and you heard the coach say it: significant time here. But Berry didn't break deal. his
9: hand in the melee, though. It was just a bad uh, luck. No, play. I get it. I it was just it. a bad no, luck play. I totally so, understand. Yeah, that, I think they're two separate. Things. I think it's apples and oranges.
7: Well, but you just said that this is the kind of game that can thrust them. Well, you're going to have to be thrust without one of your better players. I get that, and I'm
9: not diminishing how good Tyson Berry is, Vic. But did you see how well they played without Tyson Berry? Sure, he sure. broke his hand early in that game. And I know you're working the Warriors game, but, I mean, they scored six goals, and I read the list of goal scorers yesterday. It was good NHL players, but it was, if we're being honest, it was a lot of second-tier guys, and that's what was really encouraging
7: to me. Um, the other issue I have was was this. When you mentioned it was a blatant cheap shot, you know, first thing that comes to my mind is Todd Bertuzzi in, in, in watching that episode.
18: I, I didn't think it was that
9: really
6: I didn't think it was that big of a
19: deal. Oh to
9: no, totally honest. Well, he, with you. he broke hockey code. Gerard still had his gloves on and was defenseless. You don't punch someone in hockey unless the guy has a chance to defend himself. It was a sucker punch, and he broke the code. And I think EJ and McKinnon's reaction proves he broke the code.
7: Okay, but let me ask you, what's worse though? Sucker punching somebody on open ice, or two hand shoving somebody into the boards on open ice? What's worse? What I mean, well, hockey code I, I, is hockey code, but what's worse?
8: I think the two-hand shoving someone into the boards more often than not is more dangerous, but, you know, that shot from behind, a, a, a punch with a fist, an ungloved fist to the face, I mean, you know, that's – not to make it uh, too big a deal, but it's almost Rudy Tomjanovich style, right? Well, like, and that would
9: have could... put, put any of the three of us in the hospital. Yeah, The no, fact get... that Samuel Gerard played later in the game is a miracle because any of the three of us were in the hospital and maybe getting facial reconstruction surgery. But, right. yeah. Calm
7: down, calm down, it's, calm down. It, it, yeah. it was a sucker punch to All the right. face. I mean, facial reconstruction, I mean, easy. He's not He's not going Clint Malarchuk here, okay? He didn't get cut open, but I, I, I'll ask There are people
9: who need facial reconstruction after one punch to the face. They're I'll ask you this. I know
7: now now James, you have a large face. Yes, I do. Would you rather I punch your face or push you from behind on skates into the boards, leading with your face?
8: I'd rather you, you prefer? I'd rather you punch me in my face. More more likely than not I'm just gonna have a swollen jaw. I might end up with a concussion. The possible problems if you shove me from behind into the boards, I don't like those. I don't like where that can go. So, yeah, I'd rather you just punch me in the face. And if I don't see it coming, a it probably wouldn't face hurt. Or is it just because you have a, a face that can take a punch? I like to think it's that I can take a punch. Yeah. That right. sounds cool. And also, Vic, this
9: Ronaldo dude knows he broke the code because, as I told you in my hot take, he's not—he's waiving his right to an in-person hearing. He's not even going to fight this thing. He's just going to do a conference call and take what they give him. So if the guy who did it knows he broke the code, yeah. he broke the code. What do you
7: think is going to happen tonight?
9: Uh, If Ronaldo somehow plays, which my understanding is he won't, I think there will be a brawl. Uh, yeah, I still think there could be a brawl, though. I think if an Arizona player does something that's BS and uncalled for, there could be another brawl tonight. I do think there's there's that possibility.
7: So would that uh, go against your premeditated uh, yeah. outlook stuff, uh, James? Because you, you like what they did Saturday night, but a fight tonight is simply premeditated.
8: I would agree. I, I don't think there's any reason to continue it. You, what if Arizona does something cheap and dirty? Well, then, it, then you have a new thing to, that you're reacting to. Right. But I, I think if you go back out there and you continue to carry this on, I think it's premeditated, and I think you lose some of the um, some of the good that came out of it. It was genuine. It was in the moment. It mm-hmm. was all those things. The purity of it was great. If you continue it on, it's just becoming a distraction. You got your revenge. They beat the crap out of the guy. The guy's going to get suspended. It. It. You move on. You turn the page and you move on. I now, agree with you there. Can Arizona become a little bit of a of a rival here? Where hey, maybe the the checks and the shots and stuff like that are a little more than they would normally be. Sure. I think the game can be more physical, but I think if you continue to go out there and you're just trying to avenge this, it's like, well, how many times are we gonna avenge it? Well said.
7: Why was Vance Joseph so vociferously defending Brock Osweiler, even though Brock will not start this week? Was that a shot at the other quarterbacks on this team? We'll hear from Vance, we'll discuss. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Don't forget nine o'clock, Adam Morris talking nuggets right here on Altitude Nine Fifty. Altitude 950,
1: Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Minnesota for a big Northwest Division showdown against the Timberwolves. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock for the pregame show, getting it away at 5.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Moj. And
3: scores! Nathan Litton Lieutenant shortstop!
1: Home of the Cards.
3: Kipped up and in by Natalia.
1: The Abs and Nuggets. And Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950.
4: And this thing is over!
1: Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I
5: haven't seen it. I've heard about it. But, um, you know, that's Brock. And one thing about Brock guys i mean he he provides a leadership quality that you know we hadn't had on offense you know from that position in my opinion okay so if Brock's doing that it's it's for the good of our football team so i'm i'm not surprised it happened and i'm you know i'm you know i'm encouraged by it because we need more of that we need more players pushing players we need more players helping our young guys become pros
7: there's so much to impact there as the coach Defends Brock, Brock Osweiler's actions on the sideline and yet announces a quarterback change in the same day. I mean, it is what it is. We know why Paxton Lynch is going to play this week. We get it. But in applauding and praising Brock Osweiler, was that? also a knock on Trevor Simeon, saying, listen, Trevor had his shot and never really never gave anybody that emotional outlet. Never really stirred anything up. Uh, Never source of inspiration for this team. That's what I got from that soundbite. You guys,
8: uh, very much so. And and, and, I, and I think that what we've seen in the last two weeks has shown that I was very much right on one thing and that I was probably wrong on one thing. The thing I was very much right on the problem with Trevor Simeon is he's just he's flatliner, right? Like he and we, we we talked about that going back to last October. He's, he's boring, flatliner, mm-hmm. over and over and over again and i but the thing i was wrong about is i don't think i put enough blame on paxton lynch in terms of why he wasn't on the field think about this they went with a 7th round pick who had never thrown an nfl pass instead of their first round pick like i i don't i think i failed to miss what an indictment of paxton lynch that really that's was it's on him
7: it, it's that, totally on him, him. it's, it's totally him. on him from the get go it's right. on him because i can't think of another player who had this much this level of expectation, who failed to take advantage of such expectations.
8: Be- because the coaches aren't blind, right? They saw the same things I did and was all upset about. of the guy doesn't have a big arm, the guy, is a, he's a flatliner, he doesn't have any of those traits in, in Trevor Simeon of a guy who's going to be a, a, guy, a quarterback who can take you to the playoffs. They saw that, and I put it in, you know what? The coach falls in love with who's good at the whiteboard. They fall in love with their system. And maybe that is a part of it, because I do think coaches fall for that. But I really do think it was a matter of, I I can at least trust this guy to be ready to play on Sunday. I think that was more of this than than I had imagined of, one guy's not ready to answer the bell, and at least the other guy, while I see all of his faults, and I know he can't make half the throws we need him to make, and I know he's captain checkdown, and I know he's flatliner, at least I can trust him that when they announce the starting lineups, he actually runs out of the tunnel. And That's... he'll play Hurt. And right, he'll exactly.
6: Play hurt. Mm-hmm. He, he That's...
8: was... He was tough. That yeah. is the biggest difference between exactly Trevor Simeon and right. Paxton Lynch. That's it's a the great point,
7: Vic. Biggest indictment is one will play yes. hurt for his teammates, and the other one doesn't even want to practice during the week in a game that he can rest away the starting position.
8: And, and, and you know, and, and I've said said that during the the times when Trevor was playing and I was ripping him and all those kind of things. I do appreciate the fact that that kid is tough as nails, and he really is. But you hit the nail on the head. That is the biggest difference between those two quarterbacks, both physically and mentally. One is tough, and one is not, by all accounts. So Paxton
9: Lynch has blown an absolute golden opportunity in Denver, in his career, in his his life, and there's still probably time to save it. But Paxton has got to wake up no, sooner rather than... Not, not, not in not, Denver, not, dude. Not in this city. Not in this city. But I'm saying in terms of that he's not working at a yeah. bank in a year.
7: Well, I'm trying to figure out what Paxton Lynch can possibly do this Sunday... To make you, to convince
8: the Broncos that nothing was oh, nothing. Oh, yeah.
9: nothing
7: He could throw for 500
9: yards and six touchdowns, and I'd say get rid of him.
8: I mean, you know what? There, there is something,
9: actually. There. Could,
8: you don't want to madflin him. Don't no, let him madflin himself. Here, here's what he could do, though. I, if he stands back there, and, you know, the, the Chiefs, are, it's an off week, and Paxton stands back there, and it's basically like a seven-on-seven drill, and he's just throwing to open guys, and there's nobody in his face. I I'm, I don't care what his numbers are. If he gets blindsided a couple of times, if he just gets rocked and he picks himself up and dusts himself off and gets back into the huddle, maybe, maybe I can look at him and go, all right, he's figuring it out. But I think it's very difficult on an NFL team when every guy out there is playing hurt. When Derek Wolf is playing with numbness in his face because of a neck injury – and you won't go out there because your ankle isn't a hundred percent. I don't, I don't know how you can. And the quarterback is the leader of the team. He's the yeah. most important player on the team. How in the hell can you lead when guys are doing that? They're risking their long-term health in, in probably ways that, quite frankly, aren't very smart.
7: That, you know when, you How know when do you Phillip, do that? You know when Philip Rivers took control when Philip Rivers became an elite quarterback when he played in the playoffs with an ACL. Correct.
8: Remember that? Correct. And in, in the same game, and I criticized him at the time, LaDainian Tomlinson sat on the sideline with his hood on and wouldn't play and then played in the Pro Bowl two weeks later.
7: John Elway tore his biceps in a season, albeit most people would end their season. He finished the season. Had a couple games off, but finished the season. Okay, yep, That was the first list, Super Bowl year. Yes, I can list issue after issue. Bottom line is you are going to get hurt. It's the only sport out there that has a 100% injury rate. Let me repeat that. Football has a 100% injury rate. You will get hurt. Name me a player who plays more than five games a year that does not get hurt. When, you can't find one.
8: When's the last time you think Ben Roethlisberger played on two legs that felt good? Now, he takes it to another level. You know, I when, agree. He dramatizes years ago, a lot of that stuff. I agree, and you always criticize me for taking the, the top guy and comparing him. But I, you're looking for a top guy. sure. Sure. So if, if I'm trying to find a great quarterback, I'm going to watch film of great quarterbacks and say, well, what traits do I see in the guys we have? And I was putting it all on physical tools in terms of mobility and arm and that kind of stuff, and it's the... It's bigger than that. Oh, my God. It's
7: bigger than that. You know, you could stop all comparisons at this one because this is the one Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Bonafide, the most talented right now in the game, has his collarbone stapled together and returns to try to save a season. Now, it didn't work out. But he could have just packed it in and waited till next year. He didn't have to come back. Here's and The, the guy, thing. Had his, guy had staples in his freaking bones. It, it, okay? It,
8: if you're not smart enough to maybe run the entire offense, they can dumb it down for you. Right? They can come up with ways that we can make this guy succeed. And if they don't, that's on the coaches. If you have a ticker problem, there ain't nobody that can yeah. help you. No, no, no one's going to
9: motivate you nope. but you. All right. I want to play a game with you guys real quick, Vic. I want to play.
7: This sounds like old high school.
8: Mm -hmm.
9: Where will they be in 2019? All right. Where will they be in 2019? All right. So
7: wait. Next year's 2018. Right. So I I don't don't... want to do next year because I I want to do two years from now.
9: This is tough. All right. All right. Where will Trevor Simeon be in 2019?
7: He'll be a backup on another team in the NFL.
8: Manchester? Uh, I think he'll be a backup here. Even in 2019.
7: Yeah. Yeah, 19. That would mean they'd have to sign him to a new contract. No, I, one I don't. Think, well,
8: I mean, you know, there could be. Okay, so let me let me let me re-answer that. There's going to be a team desperate enough that needs a quarterback that thinks, you know what, we'll give him four or five million bucks a year and he can be our bridge starter. So he's yes. going to be a bridge starter at some place where they draft a quarterback in 2018. All right, you guys can see where I'm going. On this.
9: Yes. Where will Brock Osweiler be in
8: 2019?
7: I think he'll be a backup in the league somewhere. I think he'll be on a roster. Somewhere.
8: I think there's a chance he's playing golf with you, Vic. Yeah, I th- I think he's playing golf in Scottsdale
9: on eight degree days here. Yeah.
7: Okay.
9: Uh, where will Paxton Lynch be in 2019?
7: Uh, I think he'll be playing video games with you. Yeah. So this this is
9: what the Broncos' quarterback situation has begun. There's two guys out of the three that all three people on the show aren't convinced will even be in the league two years from now. Uh And there's one guy that we all agree will probably be in the league, but he ain't going to be a pro bowler. That's on John Elway for letting this get to where it got to. And I have faith in John that he will fix it this offseason. But, man, that game was enlightening in terms of what what they dealt with
6: this season. I want
7: you guys to think about something. Even if you combined the talents of all three quarterbacks, let's say you took the... Size and speed of Paxton Lynch, okay? His best attributes,
8: correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop his there. physical tools,
7: yeah. Physical tools of Paxton Lynch. The toughness of Trevor Simeon. The inspiration of Brock Osweiler, the only one who's not afraid to yell at his teammates,
9: okay? And the brain of
8: Trevor Simeon.
7: Well, you know, a lot of times they question that brain this this year because he threw in a double coverage. We didn't we didn't have to. I mean, I don't yeah. know, scared. I Whatever. think
8: we give him credit for his brain because he That's went fine. to Northwestern. Yeah. We don't know.
7: We don't know. We don't know. I mean, a, a quarterback brain and a smart brain, two entirely different beasts. Correct. Types, right. right. He may
9: be. He may get a 32 on the ACT, but that may not mean he's a smart quarterback. What's yeah. doing? But if you combine
7: all of the skills and talents of these three quarterbacks, I I'm not sure you still. I don't even know if you have a starter then.
8: Well, no, I mean, I think you do. I think you've pieced together a pretty good robo-QB at that point. But none of those guys, none of those three, are going to develop the missing pieces, right? Like, Trevor Simeon's not going to get a better arm. He's not going to get faster. Uh, By all accounts, Paxton Paxton Lynch, though, is the only guy on there that has the shot of developing the missing pieces because he's got the physical tools. He's got the things that you're born with he's been these he's blessed with it from that standpoint it's that's why it's it's such an indictment because it's on him Trevor Simeon maximized everything he's got his God-given ability he maximized it Paxton Lynch didn't even come close so in my mind one guy deserves the tip of the cap and you say hey you weren't my guy dude but I admire and respect the fact that you got everything out of what God blessed you with the other guy I got no time for you
7: it's amazing how things come full circle. We were at opposite ends of the spectrum just months ago. You and I did not see eye to eye on this issue at all, and yet I've come to your side. I've turned around and said, "Man, what a what a soothsayer you've been! What 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 an amazing psychic you've been! Not only on the season, but on on Trevor Simeon. And now here you are, basically agreeing with my take all along regarding Paxton Lynch.
8: Yeah, I, I think we were both right, and we were both wrong to some degree. That's funny, because I was right on everything. I mean, I was more right with the 6 and 10, obviously. You got a chance to
7: win Avs Coyotes tickets tonight. How? Listen up next, right here on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show.
3: Ooh, and now we've got bodies all over the place. Gerard was absolutely hammered in the neutral zone. He's down on the ice in his own end. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the avalanche bench. Condor smash.
6: All kinds of brawling
3: here in the desert. Sticks and gloves all over the place. Eric Johnson beat the snot. Out of Condor Beatdown.
1: Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. This may not be
10: easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. This is Jeremy Hubbard. Every day, the Fox 31 Problem Solvers make a difference in Colorado by gathering all the facts, reporting them fairly, and getting the story right.
8: So see why Colorado is turning to a new source for news every night at 5 and 9. Unbiased. Trustworthy.
1: Accurate. The Fox 31 Problem Solvers.
10: Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning, small-batch, American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release, orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please day drink response. Small, uncomfortable, not practical. At Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME, Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
1: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
13: We're in holiday mode with light volume around the city, but a couple trouble spots. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. There's a crash westbound C-470 approaching I-70. On I-70, an accident clearing eastbound approaching Harlan. And a crash westbound I-70 after Pecos. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, And hopefully tomorrow morning when you open up the sports page in the Denver Post, there's not a picture of a snowboarder.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of seeing a (laughs) snowboarder on the sports
7: page, right? The Denver
3: Nuggets won
6: a game, okay?
7: you ain't the only one, coach. You ain't the only one. You must listen to the show. You got the Vic Lombardi Show here on Altitude 950. By the way, on the cover of the Denver Post Sports, uh, next man up, Paxton Lynch. Uh, then in the corner, you got the Nuggets beating the Jazz for the third straight. In the bottom area, you got the Avs and Coyotes tonight, little preview. And now you have a chance to win some tickets. Now, we got two set of tickets here, H.W. We got the uh, Nuggets tickets later this week. And we have Avs Coyotes tonight. We're going to give away both sets during this show. Which set shall we give away
9: now? We'll give away Nuggets Sixers with our Power 5 question of the day. What do we not get enough of today? So hot right now.
1: Let's dive into the Power 5.
9: All right, Vic, you were uh, kind enough to put our winner Jason, his wife Jenna, on television last night. I think Manchester and I may have snuck into the shot.
7: Oh, speaking of, can I read this text real quick?
9: Yeah, well, there's some nice ones, too. So you're just going to read the mean one, or are you going to read the nice ones?
7: <laughs> I saw H.W. at the Nuggets game last night. I now know why he does radio and not TV.
9: Okay, first of all, you didn't read the text the way it came in. Yeah, it the, sounds
8: like you edited it from what Will told me. The text what?
9: is, I seen H.W. at the Nuggets game last night. I now know why he does radio and not TV. Um, Dude, I don't know what you do, but I hope you don't teach English, so learn it. Wow. Listen
4: to him. Shot
9: for
7: shot. Just for that, I'll I'll read a bad text about myself. Notice that my skin is not nearly as thin. A Vic Lombardi punch probably isn't going to do much anyway. When I talked about punching your face, you're exactly right. When I punch people, not that I have, I would worry about my fingers and my fingernails. That That would actively go through my mind as the punch is being taken.
8: That's why I wouldn't be too afraid of it. I took that instead of two hands to the back and pushing me into the boards.
9: Uh, we also met Trent from Littleton last night. He came and introduced himself. Yeah, I saw Trent, like, Trent as well. Yeah, it sounds like he had a lot of fun. And, you know, what's funny is I said, well, we have two Trents. We have Trent from Golden and Trent from Littleton. He said... Well, I'm Trent, and I moved from Golden to Littleton. So. <laughs> oh, hey, okay, Trent. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we By have the one way, Trent. if you
7: any of these games and you listen to the show, feel free, man. Well, I love talking to people that listen to the show, and I value you. Trust me. Thank you very much. Tell a friend or a thousand.
9: And then 3490 uh, got ticks from us last night, uh, said, uh, appreciate it, so we're glad you had fun. Says, Quinn Snyder might have a punchable face. Um couldn't uh, tell Quinn from Snyder's the club, a level, man. Let's be club level seats.
7: Let's be honest. Quinn Snyder is a good looking human. You, Quinn's got that
9: intensity to him though, Vic. He's got that kind of man He's got good jowls
7: right. and he's got yeah. great hair. Utah as a whole might have the best hair in pro sports between their head coach and their point guard. No. Ricky you, you like
9: Rubio's hair? hair? Oh, oh Manchester and I were talking last night question? about how Manchester, back me up here. We were talking about how Rubio needed a haircut last yeah. night. You guys are stupid.
7: That, that, I'm not that a hair fan. That hair shimmers. By the way. I mean, wait, wait. I'm supposed to get Manchester's take on hair? He doesn't even have hair. He shaves it all down.
8: I have the haircut you're supposed to have.
7: Ricky Rubio's hair is elite. That's an elite oh. level well, hairstyle. I'll
8: tell you what. His game isn't.
7: Oh, I don't care about his game. I mean. You said
8: anything about his game? The guy can pass, but man, he's got an ugly shot. Oh, my goodness. Not a good game at all. All right. So, we said our Power 5 question of the day, Vic. So,
9: anyways... Uh, You did put us on TV last night. So we want to know on the Altitude 950 text line 30933, when were you on TV? Because everyone's got a story about when they randomly made the local news or randomly made TV. Tell us, 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. Our favorite one is going to Nugget Sixers Saturday night over at the Pepsi Center.
7: Does YouTube count, or the internet, or something viral via the internet? I think Mm. that you count the same. It It would have to go go viral. viral.
9: Yeah, I don't care if you post a YouTube blog and it gets 12 views. That doesn't really interest me. So, uh, 30933,
8: Manchester, when have you... Been on TV? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've been on like you know just randomly. Hey, here's a guy at the mall. What do you think of holiday shopping? Right. (laughs) Um, Those are my favorite. Yeah. Or hey, it's snowing. Did you expect it? I I I don't know that I've ever been on for any of that. I don't Mm -hmm. know that I've been on like at a game. um,
7: By the way, I was. I was in Minneapolis years ago when the Nuggets were playing the T Wolves. This is God Carmelo years, and what you just said unfolded some reporter was at the indoor mall asking uh, shoppers questions, yeah. and she stopped me, and I played the role of shopper. and there i you just go. Went, I went crazy. Uh, it was fun. I love playing the other side.
9: So you, you like playing the interview subject oh, as opposed to great. being the
7: interviewer. Oh, God, yeah. I just lied the entire time. It was great. All yeah. right,
9: Vic, as we wait for the text to roll in, tell us how what's your background. How did you get involved in starting to do TV? I'm sure people are curious about that.
7: Uh, mob. Like Sinatra. (laughs) Love
9: how I ask you a genuine question about yourself, but you hate talking about yourself
8: so much you you, won't even tell me. What about you? Have you been? Have you been on TV? Like Vic got interviewed by the Minneapolis reporter. They didn't know he was a TV guy. I haven't had that. Like I've been. I I was on last night. I was on the All Sports Summit a couple of times. I've done, but they were like intentionally on TV. Mm -hmm. HW, have you stumbled into it? So the only time I was ever on TV, and it wasn't like an interview, but I did
9: see myself was you guys know Mike Nelson.
7: Yeah. yeah, the weather.
9: Yeah, the weather, weather guy. Weather. He used to come speak at schools, so he spoke at my elementary school. Okay, and I was Eager Beaver in the front row because there was a camera, and they showed it. Oh, Mike went over to Carl Sandburg Elementary
8: School today, and there I was thinking it was really cool. I actually have been on where it was unintentional. I um, I got my dad. I think it was for Father's Day one year. Um, front row tickets for the Rockies game, so we were right like down the first baseline. We mm-hmm. were past the dugout, but front row. Did you go all Bartman on us? Nope, but I started getting texts from people of like, put your phone down. Put your phone because I'm front row guy on my phone oh, the whole time. Yeah. So I, I was did, obviously getting on T V when some shot was happening.
7: I did purposely try to get on T V once as a non reporter. I I remember a few years back when I was a channel four watching Rockies games and um Dinger would always position himself behind home plate late in the game. Remember yeah. that? And nobody would be there. The game would be out of reach or whatnot. And he was always there front and center. It bothered me so much that I, I vowed. I said it was a it was a night game and I was on the news. I said, I am going to Coors Field and I will position myself exactly where Dinger is. If he can do it, I can do it. And I did.
8: That's kind of cool. You guys and your obsession with being anti-Dinger is just bothersome. Well, that's fine. Dinger's not there for you. Yeah. As our friend
9: Benjamin Hockman said, he's Barney on meth. He's the no, worst no, no, no. mascot in sports.
7: Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 Alex on the text line chiming in. I was on ESPN with my girlfriend in college. We had a close-up shot of us celebrating SMU with body paint at the SMU TCU game. Hope you were wearing clothes and not just body paint, Alex.
8: Hey, an SMU reference gets him in the hunt, for sure. Very
7: nice. By the way, the the most brilliant invention in the history of sports television, whoever came up with the game day uh, sign thing. Now they're handing out signs for people. Mm-hmm. That I, I watch game day on Saturdays just to see the signs. I swear to God, just to see how inventive the signs are.
8: They're hilarious. What's great about it though is it's like when we were talking about our nicknames and stuff last week. I, I, that wasn't nobody came up with that. There wasn't like a meeting that it's came. just organic. Exactly. It happened but,
18: but they rolled
7: with it. Nobody shied away from. Right. it. You know, they weren't. They, there wasn't Mr. Security guy saying, "Who? Hey. You know, no, be inventive, be fun. As long as it's you know not." As long as it doesn't offend.
8: I'll bet you when it first happened, though, that oh, was the conversation. Doubt Somebody don't going, hey, doubt. some producer saying, gotta go get that out. It's in the back of my shot. You yeah, gotta it's get really bothering me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now it's become, you're right, as much yeah. of the show as anything else. Speaking of back of the shot, Eric chimes in and says, I
9: was stuffing my face at GQ BBQ. And Kathy J. just started doing an interview at the next table over. For the entire interview, you just see me over her shoulder, pushing meat into my face in a sleeveless shirt, still sweating <laughs> from my workout. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's
8: pretty good.
9: Uh, Matt in Denver says, 1971, Blinky's
8: Fun Club. Oh, yeah. The God. best
7: day ever. He
9: oh, knows God.
8: how to reference. Uh, I, I pulled the heartstrings with Vic and I.
7: Oh, God, yeah. Blinky. I, I watched Blinky when he was still in black and white.
9: Uh, Jeremy chimes in, I was on Fox 31 for a story on a puppy mill. A year ago, I bought a dog from a store, and I put the dog down because of sickness. Feel free to Google me, and the story should pull up. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that's hey, real cheery. Th- Thanks, Sorry, Jeremy. Nah, you, know,
7: you don't win, bro. Yeah. feel bad for him, though. Uh, somebody just said, can you get pictures on the text line? Can we?
9: No, tweet us at Altitude950, at James Merrill, at Vic Lombardi, at Peterson. Oh, yeah, that's the
7: best way to get pictures on. Tweet us directly. And if you Uh, want to tweet us, we'll we'll make you eligible for the Power 5. That's
9: fine. You can get us Uh, on any
7: medium. 7732, and we'll read more of these uh, texts when we come back. Uh, I paid to get my picture taken with Sammy Winder in fifth grade, and they put
8: the whole thing on the Dan Reeves show, the Ron Zapolo. See, that's a great memory. That is cool. That's pretty cool. cool.
7: Since you had to pay for it, I'm not going to give you credit. I went
8: down to Dove Valley one time for the uh, live taping of the Dan Reeves show with, I think it was Les at that point. I think Les had taken over from Ron. But I was in the studio audience. That was fun. The
7: best coaches' show in the history of coaches' shows, and it's not even close, was the Doug Moe show. I mean, think about it. Think about doing a show with Doug Moe in the heyday. And Ron did exactly that. And Doug was an active part of the show. He would, like, conduct interviews on road games with his own players. That's how good that show was.
8: You know why I loved when, when Zap would host those shows, So It's why the, the Dan Reeves show was so good, too. When they, lose, when they would lose, when Oh, you would ask hard questions. It was contentious. Like, yes. that was a half hour of, like, woo! they're not messing around. That's why the non-contention that we get nowadays bothers yeah, me so it much. It is soft, you're right. You know,
7: and I have to remind myself, you, you bring up a good point. In fact, when we come back... I want to play an interview last night. An interview I had, and this is going to do a little, I'm going to do a little media 101 here. This is sort of my self therapy session. I want to play an interview I did with Jamal Murray. I want you to hear it. I want you to hear how I asked the question and how I could have asked the questions. Because I guarantee you next time, it's going to be a
8: lot different. You got the Vic Lombardi show. All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing. And as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one you don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured these are the good guys they have over a thousand google reviews plus they have an a plus rating with the better business bureau so pick up the phone and give them a call 303-695-7000 or check them out online at americanfinancing.com become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of altitude 950 nmls 182334
10: regulated by the division of real estate It's never too
8: late to set another goal or to dream a new
10: dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.com.
17: When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action, day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun.
12: Attention! The biggest automotive sales event of the year is here.
11: The 34th Annual MedVet inventory equalization sale. Our
12: accountants have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018.
11: It's imperative that Medved Chevrolet's inventories be equalized and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles.
12: This is the moment you've been waiting for.
11: 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify or no payments till spring 2018.
12: Medved Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRB to save you money.
11: Save on Tahoe's Equinox, Cruze, Malibu and Sonic.
12: This is the time to buy.
11: Act now. Selection is huge but expected Diminish rapidly.
12: The 34th Annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale.
11: Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions.
12: Medved Chevrolet. On the I 25 corridor, depart the 181 Red Castle Rock. And on I 70 in Wheatbridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward. But exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads.
11: G5767 MSRP 19,400 plus tax title and fees includes $599 with approved credit. Subject to prior sale, see Medved for details. Expires 1318.
5: Sands number three. The
11: Ruben Melts. It's new on the menu. Pop as
5: big as a house burrito.
11: Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The
10: variety of the menu. There's all types of food here.
11: Um, I had the Havana skillet, friendly environment, and I grew up on the food.
16: There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning.
6: Good food, good people. Sam's
8: number three in Aurora, off Havana and Park and Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown 15th and Curtis.
1: Altitude 950 traffic update.
13: Light traffic and good speeds around the metro area. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. couple of busy spots with accidents. Watch for activity westbound C-470 approaching I-70, northbound I-25 at 112, and eastbound I-70 approaching Harlan. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
5: Murray goes to the left-hand wing, jumpers on the way. That one is up, no good. Rebound swatted out from Cromley.
3: right to Murray for another three. The Blue Arrows, three for three from downtown in the opening quarter. And the Nuggets have their big lead of the game. They're up the nickel.
7: Nuggets beat the Jazz last night, 107-83. Jamal Murray was brilliant. Uh, Finished with a team-high game-high 22 points on uh, 9 of 15 shooting. Also had 8 rebounds for your point guard. That's pretty impressive when your uh, point guard is getting down and boarding. Uh, I'm going to let you hear some uh, Jamal Murray sound here in a moment. But first, we're trying to give away these uh, Nuggets Sixers tickets. Our uh, best story via the text line, 30933. When were you on TV? For any reason whatsoever, uh, whether it's a news report, maybe something that went viral via the web, your best here I am on TV story. Uh, here's one from five nine four six. There was a string, uh, <laughs> There was a sting prostitution bust, and I was walking by the reporter. They put me on TV. <laughs> That's not. You don't no, want to be I'm on TV sick. in that situation.
9: <laughs> yeah,
8: bad okay? timing. Wrong
3: place. Wrong
7: time. No, hey mom, here I am.
9: Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time.
7: Uh, I was at a Nuggets game, slamming a beer, yelling my head off, getting the crowd pumped up, and the next thing you know, I'm on a Nuggets commercial.
8: That's kind of cool. Yes and no. Do you really want to see yourself acting like that over and over and over again?
7: Well,
9: you did what you did. I mean, you're in a public place. You could, know. You could get on TV. That's if, if you get a ticket to a Nuggets game, you may be on TV.
7: 4902 went to SmackDown and got on TV with my sign. Now, SmackDown, that, that fake theater... Sports stuff. It's wrestling, yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, but if, if you get on fake.
9: yeah, but you make a sign, what is the point of making a sign? You want to yeah. get on TV. That's yeah, kind of cool. I
7: mean you're going to a fake sporting event. Just let's Okay, but that. Vic, a lot of people who listen to the show like wrestling. So I get it. I don't hey, like what you want. There's a lot of things I like that people say, well, What are you doing? So we don't all have to be the same. I, I'm I will openly say to you who like wrestling, you realize that it's fake. That's all I'm saying. It, it's fake. It's made up. It's predetermined, right?
9: Yeah, I think they realize that they're still. In do effect. they know this? Okay, you know movies are, are fake, right? They're I am, made up and predetermined, yeah, and, yeah, and, and I'm still you,
7: like movies. I'll tell you when I've seen a bad movie. I fell asleep halfway through Star Wars. Okay, I'm sure there's
9: SmackDown me. fans out there who don't think it's a good show every single night. That's fine. Wait, I do just, you ever? Did you ever go to a Broadway show? That's fake. That's made I up. Want that's predetermined. To establish
7: the fact that it's fake. You know Don't that, call it a sport. Here's you know that difference. Breaking Bad show you like, Vic? That's Here's paid, the difference. That's made up. That's predetermined. Okay. determined. When I go to a musical or something, when I watch La La Land, is that called a sport or a movie? Um, a movie, I guess. Okay, what do they
9: call wrestling? I would call it an entertainment industry. Okay, w-
7: what do they call wrestling?
9: Well, real wrestling, like at the high school level, is a sport.
7: Of course it is. It's a tough sport. But what do they call WWF? What is it called? Mainstream. What is it called?
8: It's called a sport, and it's Inter-
7: is it entertainment. Sport? It is not a sport. Do not disrespect the word sport by calling that a sport. Stop right there. And don't at me, wrestling fan. It is what it is. It's okay that you like it. I don't dismiss it. But it's not a sport. Don't play that game.
9: Do I need to break the bad news to you that Ozark is predetermined and made up? Because I know you really like that one. Do I
7: have to tell him that that's a... At what point does Ozark claim to be a sport? Right, it's a movie series.
8: I mean, it's for, not a sport. Here's I mean, the thing, stuff. Vic. For the, there, there have never been there the, for years and years and years. Jason Bateman didn't go on talk shows and act offended when somebody said, "Hey, that's a that's a made up deal. That's not What's real not? life." And he didn't get is, all appalled. You tell
7: wrestling fan or wrestler, "Hey, that stuff's made up," and they get all grumpy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it's made up, dude. Exactly. You're acting. You're playing a role. Okay, Vic, I'm going to defend these guys because
9: we've gone down this road. Go
1: go ahead. I mean, defend all you
9: want. Do you you remember when you and Kyle were doing the afternoon show and the big show came in? Yeah, and I
7: remember remember somebody asking. Do you remember he he and Kyle?
9: I'll tell you. He and Kyle stared each other down, and Kyle goes, oh, my God, you just scared the crap out of me. And what did the big show say to Kyle? You know I'm an actor, Right. So let's give the big show some credit because the big show
7: told Kyle he was an actor. Exactly. It's not the big show I have a beef with. It's wrestling fans who seriously think it's a sport. Well, Manchester said these guys go on talk shows and get all mad. I mean, people go to these events with the notion that what they're about to watch is all spur of the moment and it's going to unfold before their eyes and they have no idea what's going to happen next. You realize it's all made up, right? You, you realize I think the
9: vast majority of wrestling fans realize it's made up. Yes, I, okay. I think you're speaking to a, a, a minority here of ten to fifteen percent. I See, just want
7: to make that comment known. The, now, the, real wrestling, high school wrestling, college wrestling, Olympic wrestling, all the respect in the world. I think I think it's the most challenging, most disciplined sport that exists.
8: I think this is another example, though, where it's a generational thing. Because right now in wrestling, HW, you're right, right? The, the, everybody knows it's fake. The, the wrestlers are in on it. It's it's everybody's just open, the, open the book gig, about the it. The shtick is up. We grew up, Vic and I. When guys were getting offended and, you know, there were brawls on late night shows when someone would dare say it was fake. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. decades they denied okay. that it was fake. And i, so, I got to
9: make it clear, I'm not even a wrestling fan. I'm just defending these guys. I, I don't, I don't watch wrestling.
7: What, but uh, So let me ask you, what, what spurs this defense? Why all of a sudden are you playing lawyer?
9: Because a lot of people care about wrestling and a lot of people, it entertains them and those people also have radios.
14: How did we get on those topic? What on the, what thop- the thop- hell? You're the I, you th- think I care if they have radios because we disagree on a
7: subject matter? I like doing things that people don't like. Big deal. It's called life.
3: Why do I, you I care? Do, I wasn't going to sit here and let you,
9: the three of us just bag on wrestling for 10 minutes. That is such
3: a snowflake response. No, it's,
9: okay, so now we're going to pull the snowflake. Yes. Got it, why Jay. do you
1: care Whenever about disagreeing with somebody so much?
7: Whenever I do something you don't like, I'm a snowflake. I got okay, it. Okay, Okay. I hate, I'm going to say this. I hate snow. I hate it with a passion. I hate the cold and the snow. Snowflake. So what? Are we gonna lose? Are we gonna lose listeners now? Are people turning off the radio because I said that?
8: Snowflake. Yeah, it was eight degrees when I got to Starbucks this morning, and I thought this is awful. This is great.
7: Well, then why don't you why don't you I guys move to Florida
9: snow. then? Why don't you guys move to Arizona the then? Why, why don't you move to Arizona then, Vic? You could golf every day
7: down there. We'll continue on the text line. The last you. time you've been on television,
8: <laughs> you're just a I don't like 120 either. joke
6: go. <laughs> I uh,
7: see gentleman said. City. I race. was on Blinky twice as a kid. Uh, that's from Paul. Um, hey, by the way, Paul, great to meet you last night at the Nuggets game. Great kid, by the way. Uh, let's see. College game day came to Boulder a few years ago before a game against Arizona. I made a sign that said, bear down Buffaloes and got on TV. That's from Luis. Uh, if you make those signs, you'll get on television, especially on game day. Uh, used to be on a dance show called Rocky or Rock TV that was shot at Club LA. From Adam,
6: oh Club L A. LA. Oh
7: yeah,
8: wasn't that like 88th in <laughs> uh, Harlan?
7: Dad, let me tell you something, Adam. Let me tell you something. There was a time, there was a time in my life, and it's probably still there, where I dreamed of being on a dance show. That was like the thing for me. Watching like Soul Train, Danny Terrio and company, just dancing on a Saturday morning, just dancing away. That was a dream of mine. So congratulations. Uh, I got on Fox 31 outside Coors Field a few years back. There was a, a player strike. I gave the standard: it's millionaires versus billionaires line. Fans are the ones who lose. Quote: that's from Chris. <laughs> for fun. Well, then he said, "I was glad
9: it wasn't as the proverbial drunk guy in the background." Yeah, <laughs> that's a good text from Chris because Chris knew that if he pulled the line that he pulled, he'd probably get on TV. So well done, Chris.
7: Somebody on text line just said, "What a punk." Not sure if that's in reference to me or HW. Maybe it's me and my anti-wrestling take. It
9: could be me, man. I don't know. I I, I've, I got told I was ugly on the text line like 25 minutes ago, so it could be me. I don't know. Really uh, care. A
7: couple things if you listen to this show long enough. Mountains, don't need them. Snow, don't need it. And uh, the moon. And the moon. The moon's, the moon's not, not, not necessary in my life. Guy. And wrestling. Professional.
8: By the way, Christmas uh, morning, uh, Christmas afternoon at my mom and dad's house, my middle son got a new baseball bat for his season that's coming up, and it's like light as a feather. And you know who? why I said it, they're able to make something like that nowadays? Because of yeah. NASA. Because of the moon. <laughs> Can we not get,
9: do the moon this morning? No, the, mo- the moon takes take us a- to a- another if place. If you two want to do the moon, yeah. go for Those
8: me. are the metals they made so right. we could actually get off this earth via a rocket and now it's making a light-as-a-feather baseball bat for my 9-year-old to play the I think league. I
9: fought my battles this morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to Manchester
7: <laughs> so, and Vic doing the mood. From 4269, Vic, I love snow and cold and will never listen to your show again. <laughs> I'm sure that's said in jest, but thank you. Uh, this one says, I would contend that wrestling is closer to ballet than anything else. It takes athletic skill and a story is involved. Okay, I, I can buy that. Yeah. I, you know what? That... That's something I will buy. You want to sell me that? I'll buy it. Is the but rock it's not a sport. an athlete?
9: Is the rock an athlete? Again, is ballet a sport? I would contend the rock's an athlete. Is ballet a sport? Launch yourself off a steel cage and control yourself as you're breaking a dude through a table. The that's rock athletic. has proven that he's an actor. He's proven it. He's over also time. okay. He's an actor, but he's also proven he's an athlete, Vic, because he didn't not launch himself off the top of the steel cage through the table. God,
7: I just want to fight you so bad right now.
9: Manchester's thinking here and he doesn't know if he wants no, to take my I'm, I'm honestly thinking
8: like, sh- how can I bring this back to the moon because I cannot just. believe we spent 15 minutes on freaking <laughs> wrestling. All
7: right, before we, I, we're to get to break because we got uh, sugar. <sighs> I, I don't center. think
8: the moon is our hey, answer. Hey, <laughs> just, uh, well, I was thinking. Yeah.
7: I, I want to play this interview because I, I, if I had to do it all over again I would ask different questions and I just want people to know when the Nuggets win a game, and I go in the locker room, it's layup time, right? I just throw softballs at these guys. Hey, great game! <laughs> Everybody laugh. When they lose a game, different story. When when they lose a game, you ask pointed questions: What happened? What went wrong? What could you have done better? So here is my interview with Jamal Murray. And one thing I love about Jamal, uh, he doesn't suffer fools. All right, he, he seems like the kind of guy that wants to be challenged, both on the court and in the locker room, listen. You were aggressive from the get-go. Is that just one of those nights where you feel it early? I'm um, playing my game. Um,
10: Some nice different looks, you know, different different matchups all that. And I so was just
7: night I was hitting shots and um, playing my game. Joker goes out, and you hit two buckets there that I think sort of stemmed the tide. Do you like coming up when things happen like that? When things get a little scary. Scary? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they started coming back. Joker's out. I was scared,
19: for one. Yeah, they went on a 6-0 run. Uh, we got really scared.
6: <laughs> um, I
7: right, stopped it right there. Clearly not amused. No. Clearly. No. So how, what could I have asked that would have sufficed there? Well. He, he didn't like the tone, apparently.
8: No, I mean, the question's fine. And the moment in the game you're talking about is fine. Uh, you know, the, is is scary the right word? Probably not. Sure. Um, you know, but when you're sitting there, off the top of your head, trying to come up with the question, sometimes you just go with the word that pops yeah. in your mind. You weren't totally off. It was. It got a little tight. It got a little tense. Whatever. I could have. He could have rolled with it a little more. He kind of called you out on it. He's he still had a little bit of Rod Smith in him. Rod Smith yeah. was that way. Which
7: which I don't I don't you know uh, Hastings and I had this conversation. I don't mind that. No, I might. Nuggets need more of this, and you know, as a reporter, do, do you want all interviews to go great? Sure, but I take a step back. I like guys that have that edge that challenge me. Like, what do you got for me today? Edge. I really do. I think it adds an aspect to the team that they desperately need. And so, when you when you do q and A, Q&A, it can't all be fun and games like it is with
8: Joker, right? You can ask Joker anything,
7: and he'll end up laughing or throw. Yep. Sometimes you gotta have that edge. And yes. the Nuggets have it in Jamal Murray.
8: Joker was cracking jokes after a game in which he got booted. Yes. So it tells you the difference in the two guys.
7: All right, we've got to take a break. When we come back, our morning sugar fix. We are going to give away these. Uh, what tickets did we just give away for this power fight? So
9: we're going to give them to uh, 2876, the guy who slammed the beer, yelling his head off and getting on the Nuggets commercial. Because Great. he's been on a, nug- a lot of Nuggets commercials. So we're going to send him back, see if he learned his lesson or not. So That's good. I yeah. like it. But thanks to everyone who texted some hilarious stories. Just so you guys know, it's kind of luck of the draw if we read your text or not. We get a lot coming in and we see them, but we appreciate them. We see them all. So thank you.
7: When we come back, a little morning sugar fix. Don't forget, we're also going to give away Coyote Avs tickets later in the program, and we'll do so via trivia. Nine fifteen for that, Victor. You ask us trivia. You challenge us. You stump us, and you're going to the Avs Coyotes game. It's that simple. Up next, Marty O. Wrap them up. You got some morning sugar fixers. <laughs>
5: Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And Nate Krekman, and we are here for our friends at American Financing. Are you a renter or in the market to buy a home? Did you know rental rates are at all-time highs? That means if you're renting, guys, you're throwing away money that you could be investing in your own American dream while the rates remain low. Our friends at American Financing have been able to help their customers get into homes for less money than you're paying for rent and less money down. There are down payment programs helping you you get into a home for as low as $1,000. So give them a call and they can get you a pre-qualification letter within 24 hours which makes your offer on a home much, much stronger and you'll know what you can qualify for right up front. Invest in your future by becoming a property owner and build equity for yourself and not someone else. Call 303-695-7000 That's 303-695-7000 Call 7 days a week or go online at AmericanFinancing.net
10: NMLS 1-823-34, regulated by the division
7: of real estate homeowners, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford, the Hansford real estate team is the only agent you need to call. He will make you this offer. Troy will sell you a home or your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Marketing. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes. That's been proven to get clients the most money recently. He used that system. He sold the house for 10 grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. Give them a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Davidson's Liquor and Centennial is now open off Parker and Arapaho. Open seven days a week with great in-store specials. Stock up for the holidays online at DavidsonCentennial.com. Davidson's Liquor. Like them on Facebook. When
10: bad weather hits, be ready. Let Goodyear help during our biggest event. Now through December 31st, 2017, get up to $200 back on select Goodyear tires. That includes the new Assurance Weather Ready, offering Goodyear's best all-weather traction for Mother Nature's worst. Plus, ask about special financing. See store for details. Stop by Roadmaster's Auto & Tire Center in North Glen, Lafayette, and Boulder, or RoadmastersAuto.com. The Altitude
1: 950 Traffic Update.
13: We are definitely in holiday mode this morning with light traffic. This report is brought to you by the Rock and Roll Marathon Series. In fact, speeds are at posted limits across I 70 between Aurora and Arvada. I 25 looks good. C 470 through Highlands Ranch and along the foothills. No problems reported on the Boulder Turnpike or 225. Rock and Roll Marathon Series is gearing up for the best year yet in 2018. This best in class running experience is one you won't want to miss. Register now com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950
1: Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Now, back to Vic Lombardi
14: Wow did we make Vic Lombardi walk off the show? Welcome back to
9: the Vic Lombardi show. Manchester Marilat Will H. Peterson. Enough. He's coming back now. Here he comes. He doesn't know he's on. If you're watching on Periscope, you can see him kind of coming back in. He's going to put his headphones on here and be surprised to hear my voice. He's going to expect to be hearing Wondering the traffic what's update. Going on. Now he's still looking at me. He's still giving me a look. Here we go. Headphones are coming, and the He's headphones back. are on. Are we back? Welcome back. We thought oh, well, you had been back. I mean, like thirty seconds. Did you get like really upset with me about the wrestling thing there? Like we thought you maybe just walked off the show.
7: No, not at all.
9: Oh, Okay.
7: Setting set my day. I got a busy day today. After uh, this radio show, I go to Broncos. I uh, get to hear from Paxton Lynch. Uh, set up my uh, let's talk football interview. Shane Ray, if you're listening, you promised. So today, he's expected to be my guest on Let's Talk Football. Shane Ray, the one, one reason, I know he's not playing, but it doesn't matter. One reason I love interviewing Shane Ray, he's honest, sometimes too honest. And um, I'm eager to hear from him, get his take on what went wrong this season. Not only for himself personally, but the entire team. Then after that, we got the Nuggets T-Wolves tonight from Minnesota. Great. Sounds like a full day.
6: Uh, A couple more
7: texts that have come in before we get to Morning Sugar Fix. uh, 1203, ballet is absolutely a sport. Listen, I don't want to go down there. My my daughter does ballet. She does dance. I know it's hard. It's physical. It's skillful. I get it. I mean, it's not easy.
8: Is there a winner and a loser?
7: That's, yes, there's winners and losers, like the, the best ballet routine. There's winners. like judges okay. and stuff, yeah. right? Okay.
8: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then made that, that part of it becomes maybe more of a sport. The cracker you know is not a but, sport.
7: But the thing is, the thing is the ballet routine, the ballet competition is a sport because it's not predetermined
8: who wins. Correct.
7: And therein lies the difference between ballet and professional wrestling. So 8, six, five, nine, who chimes in here on the text line, Hey, Vic, The Rock also played football for the U. That's from Drew. Yeah, I realize that. He played a sport at the U. And then he went on to become an actor, which is what wrestling is. But he's still an athlete, right? What is going on in the background?
8: What is that noise?
7: What do you think it is?
8: The dogs or something? I I don't want to say what I think it is.
7: Yes, it is. God, just... Shut
6: up!
7: (laughs) I don't know how well people could hear that, but in my ears, it was, uh... What? Uh, I was drunk at an Avs game once, grabbed the tail of the mini-deer... Oh, the mini blimp! The blimp that got the tickets while on the scoreboard. That's awesome. You know, I think those blimps that hand out those tickets... Might be the most popular event at Pepsi Center. When those things come out, my kids go crazy.
8: It, well, the, the the parachute drop too, though, with the t-shirts. Yeah. That's pretty big. I mean, people go after those like Wolverines.
9: Hey, Vic, uh, we gotta get to Marty and his sugar fix. We got Adam Mars coming up at nine o'clock. Let's
7: go, Marty. <laughs>
1: Time for your morning sugar fix.
7: Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar
6: high.
1: Sugar, hit high. sugar high. Brought to you by the Mars Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo!
6: Sugar slam. Shake
7: that.
20: Hello, guys. What's up, Marty? Marty
7: uh, did you feel left out that you didn't get a chance to go to the game last night while well, these guys did?
20: No, it's okay. That's all right. I'll, I'll I'll be in on the next promotion. Don't worry, I'll, well, I'll weasel my way in.
7: I was at the game. These two were at the game. Jesse, were you at the game?
20: I was working the game, so yes.
7: But you were at the game. I is, that was. was that. So everyone was represented at the game except for Mardio. Well,
8: Jesse, was, where were you sitting, Jesse? Because my son said he saw you on the big screen.
14: He did see me on the big screen. They were doing some promotion where they gave away some dry cleaning stuff. And oh, I okay. was off to the side, so I'm uh, behind the scores table on club level like 260. Okay. Yep. Okay.
9: Well, yeah, and Vic, the little degenerates were there too. They're characters on this show, so... I
20: mean, Marty really left out. Yeah, I was Christ. just watching you guys like a hawk on the uh, on the TV. So, yeah, did you get good
9: pics of us or anything? I got
20: a good pic of you guys. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, so let's get started. Jamal Charles turns 31 today. How will you guys remember the Jamal Charles experience in Denver?
8: Uh, um, m- ineffective. Another example of the Broncos treating a player poorly. This
7: is you and I will go to Fine. more on this one. Fine. I think the exact opposite. No, I think treating him poorly would have told him to sit down three weeks in. No, nope. treating him poorly, shutting him, giving him every opportunity,
8: shutting him poorly. down when healthy. The last two weeks of the year, when he's eighty yards short of a bonus, is treating someone poorly. Oh, you think it's bonus related? Of course okay. it is. It could be. Of it could course be. it is. He's been he's been among the most. Has has C J Anderson or Devonte Booker when in terms of. Every time they touched the ball, been more effective than Jamal Charles. No, of course not. This is all about a bonus, and it's, oh, it's a on. crappy See, way to treat someone.
7: So, so free agents are bound not to come to Denver because of the way they treated Jamal Charles. They basically rehabbed his career, gave him a second chance,
8: a third chance. Okay, all right. They shut him. Why did he not play last week? Why, because they wanted how to get that how come one carry. Play they Why did he Wanted to get he play that elsewhere? one carry for D'Angelo Henderson. That's what it was. And this okay, week how come he's, he's, he go play. He could have played in Jacksonville, could have played in Houston, could have played anywhere. He's inactive against his former team in the finale, which could be the last game of his career, but uh, that has nothing to do with the fact that he's within breathing distance of a bonus. Okay,
7: got it. Everything to you comes down to the money. On this, we disagree regarding Jamal Charles. That's
20: all. All right, right, one of the best coaches in college basketball, Bill Self, turns 55 today.
8: He's right below Tom Izzo on my... List of greatest college basketball coaches.
4: If you were listening yesterday, that was a that was an interesting <laughs> segment. You got
20: thirteen straight Big Twelve titles. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Mm. I that's mean, dominant
7: is what that is. Wait till Shaka gets it going to Texas, though. Texas is going to become a dominant force.
9: But Kansas is also a little bit like Duke, and and they've earned this, right? Don't get me wrong, but the whistle they get in Allen Fieldhouse is a joke. The, the whistle they get inside that arena where Marty O will be on January 12th is so pro-Kansas. It's ridiculous.
7: But and that's not
9: un, yeah that's not unique to Kansas. Duke gets yeah. the same whistle. North Carolina gets the they same whistle. It. Kentucky gets the same whistle. But that is something I need to point you out. You got
7: to know when you go into that place, it's going to be t- just like the pit in Albuquerque. You earn it.
20: Our former football player turned actor Bill Goldberg turns 51 today. He's a former wrestler
7: yes turned actor i like the way you accentuated that
20: okay good uh let me read this text
7: real quick while you're on that subject line vic for wrestlers the sport isn't who wins the match but how each perform in the ring and on the mic to get written into storylines they compete for airtime much like yourself you are a wrestler i never thought of it that way okay i can buy that
20: all right carson palmer turns 38 he can opt out of his contract next year how about this? The Broncos sign Carson Palmer next year. Draft a young guy. He sits behind Palmer for one year. They still become competitive. The young guy learns, Now in 2019, he can take over.
7: I'd Carson, rather go skiing and watch
8: wrestling. Yeah, Carson Palmer is toast. I, 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 he just even when he was he can't stay healthy. And even when he was healthy, he was not particularly effective. I, he's Carson Palmer's he done. He played in an NFC title game 22 months ago. And he's well, fine, and he's toast. He, he can't play anymore. I mean, they were. I know that he's been out for. The last six eight weeks, but they weren't any good at the beginning of the year. But
9: you always hated the father time Peyton Manning thing. Are you pulling the father time Carson Palmer card? No, or? I
8: think it's more of the the injuries added up for the guy. I I just don't think he's... But aren't I don't injuries think he a can... large part of father time? No, there's a lot of young guys. That, how many young quarterbacks aren't playing this year because they're hurt? I just think he's. I just think he's done. I think he's. I'd finished.
7: rather. I'd rather hang out in I seventy traffic for four hours to get up to the slopes. Ski a couple runs, everybody smoking weed around me, and then watch a moon landing for the rest of the night.
8: He he can't move. He'd be terrible behind this offensive line. That's just not a good plan. All right,
20: 1968, Ted Green of the Boston Bruins sets the record for most penalties in a game with seven. He had three minors, two majors, and two game misconducts.
14: How is That that possible?
20: Yeah, yeah, I mean,
8: he, he must have got a penalty every time he stepped on the ice.
20: Well, the record has since been broken. In 1991, Chris Nyland set the record for 10 penalties. Gee, 42 Christmas. penalty minutes.
7: At what point does your coach say, okay, dude, let's calm it down a little
8: bit?
20: 42 penalty minutes in a
8: mm-hmm. 60-minute
20: game? Yeah. Wow. That's
8: you getting after that That's an out against the Coyotes. Yeah. That's, in, I, that's impressive.
20: And I did a lot of research. Happy Gilmore is still the only person to take off his skate and try and stab somebody with it. Okay, good. <laughs> well played, Marty.
1: Well played, well played Marty. <laughs>
20: In 1998. Terrell Davis needed 170 yards to get into the 2,000 yard club. He got 178. Yeah. I was there. I was in the building against the Seattle Seahawks. Right, so tell it because Vic I assume, James,
7: they they should have shut him down at halftime because they want to
8: pay. No, they should have <laughs> let him try and get his record and get his bonus.
7: Vic, I assume you were
9: there that day too, right? Uh, what year was this? 98. When Terrell got 2,000. Were yes. You, okay, so you two were both there that day. So tell me. How aware was the crowd of the number? Like, were they passing out
7: stat sheets? They know what's going on. Everybody knew he needed. That's what
9: I figured. But, I mean, it was every carry. Because, I mean, it was before smartphones. It wasn't like we could track it there. they had the
8: stats up on the scoreboard. Everybody knew he needed 170 yards. In
7: fact, fans are probably more aware than players. I mean, you remember the Nuggets OKC game last year with Russell Westbrook? This guy's an opposing player, for crying out loud. Fans knew every time he had the ball that here it is, here comes the triple-double, here's history, they knew all along.
4: Yeah,
8: the fans knew, the announcers knew, uh, the coaches knew, the players everybody knew exactly where he was. Everybody knew, the, the, the play that put him over, everybody knew immediately.
20: Was yeah, a it's, not like it was a it's not
7: like the PA announcer said where he stood and all that, just, you know, through osmosis almost.
20: Did he recognize that he got 2,000? Did he, like, wave to the crowd or oh, anything?
8: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a, I mean, they didn't stop the game or anything, but, yeah, there was a big ovation. He waved. It was a cool moment.
7: Lyman was crazy, though, I remember. Lyman were really into it. Oh, yeah, that was a
9: big So who deal. was that line? That line was Nayland Schlereth, Lepsis. Habib,
8: Zimmerman. Okay. So I got three that was of the, the five. No, sorry, it was the second Super Bowl year, so it wasn't Zimmerman. It was Harry Swain. Okay. Tony Jones.
20: But my Tony three I we're were all right. Yeah, bad yeah.
7: Man. He was Tony Jones.
20: Man. He was. All right, that's it, boys. We got Myers coming up here. Tope.
7: Cool. thanks, Mario. Coming up next, Adam Morris, Denver Stiffs. Doc- nuggets, right here on Altitude 950.
1: This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Minnesota for a big Northwest Division showdown against the Timberwolves. Tip-offs at 6 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 535. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now back to Dick Lombardi.
15: Twenty-four hour fitness. That that wasn't a foul. So they, they've been in that position before, but just not on Christmas at the Oracle cool Arena. So they know they know if they ain't call it, it's not a foul.
4: But I'm sure if they if, if they get that call next week in 24
7: Hour Fitness, they're gonna be pissed that it was off. <laughs> that they, they called a foul. So keep that sh- on Twitter. <laughs> no, Kevin Durant, who owns a ghost Twitter account. If I get fouled at 24 Hour, I'm gonna call the foul. And the NBA acknowledged as much yesterday, saying that you fouled LeBron James three times and the refs missed him. all three. So let's let's be honest. You got away with something. Big deal. Everybody does in the NBA. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. We go to the hotline now, our resident NBA insider, Adam Mars, from denverstiffs.com. Um, were you as angry as I was toward the final seconds, the final minute of that Cavs-Golden State game? I just hate when all of us can see a foul, you can see it from your living room, and a referee sitting right there misses him blatantly. What were you, What was your take on that?
16: Well, I, I can't say I was angry. It was Christmas Day. I just had a delicious meal. It was with family. So I can't say I was angry. I was in a great mood. But, but no, I think that was uh, – <laughs> it's, it's frustrating when games end like that. Thank God it wasn't the playoffs or the NBA Finals, for that matter, between these teams because that would have really been a fiasco. But it, it was frustrating, especially when you go to the replay and you watch in slow motion over and over again him fouling LeBron to the uh, as he's driving to the basket. So – it, it, it's one of those frustrating things, but at the same time, that's just basketball. There's always sure. there's always plays like that, and it, and and it's unfortunate, but it happens. Well, see,
7: just the way you answered that is the way I thought Kevin Durant should have answered it. Instead, he jumps all over people that play 24 Hour Fitness. He offends Twitter users.
16: I, what is it about Durant that just rubs me the wrong way? All of a sudden, I think here's Here's how I look at Kevin Durant ever since he's won this championship he's really come out of his shell and I feel like he 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 can kind of he he's talking a little bit more loosely to the media and what we've learned is he's a weird guy he's really weird. I think we think of superstars as being cool and and suave and all these things. he's kind of a dork and and awkward and he doesn't say the right things ever and And I think it's weird to think of superstars in this way because I think traditionally we've always thought of them as as being such cool people, and he's just—I mean—he's just not cool.
7: Um, Speaking of cool, last night in the uh, Nuggets locker room, you were there when we're talking to Nikola Jokic and. Uh, ask him, what? how do you explain this sudden defensive resurgence out of the Nuggets? And he said, oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> In better terms, how would you explain how and why the Nuggets are
16: suddenly defensive geniuses? I think uh, the effort is, is part of it, and I think the rotation is, is important, too, you know, statistically speaking, for the last three years, Emmanuel Moutier's been the team's worst defender. When he's on the court, the Nuggets are really struggling defensively. So taking him out of the lineup and effectively replacing him with Torrey Craig, who's probably the team's worst, uh, best defender, I think that's a start. You're going from a, a guy who constantly got blown by on the perimeter to a guy that locks down on the perimeter. That makes a big difference. I think Mason Plumlee, just what he's done defensively and, and playing off of Jokic, kind of being that help side guy for for the defense it has just been huge. And then lastly, I would just say guys like Jamal Murray and especially Gary Harris are getting up into the ball handlers defensively, and I yeah. think that's, just, that's the style of defense that I think Gary Harris in particular has to play. He's got great hands. He's got great instincts and timings defensively, so kind of unleashing him and letting him be aggressive is the right move.
7: Did you notice Torrey Craig was the first guy off the bench? I mean, they're going full. They love his defense, and they love the fact that didn't come in and cover every position. And the fact that he's first guy off the bench tells you what Michael Malone is thinking right now.
16: Michael Malone loves that guy. And and you can always tell when a coach, how he feels about a player, he'll you know, he'll gush or he'll, he'll kind of give soft praise. He gushes about uh, Torrey Craig, any chance he can get. He talks about that's my kind of guy. I like defensive-minded guys. And, Torrey, and he's just been awesome. I think Torrey Craig is in the perfect spot for Denver right now because his role is very, very narrow, very, very um, focused and well-defined. He's got to go out there and just be a pit bull on defense, and I think that's exactly the role that's perfect for him. So he's changed the Nuggets are on this this nice little streak now, three game win streak, but they've been playing good basketball I think for 5 games. There's no coincidence that Tory Craig has that coincides with when Tory Craig arrived. Yeah. You know, I thought the Nuggets dodged
7: one last night in this. The game was virtually controlled the entire way, so when Jokic gets ejected, hey, they still had, you know, control and a pretty long leash on the Jazz. If that were a close game against another team, we might be singing a different tune today. Are you troubled by uh, the Joker's quick hair-trigger temper at times. Now listen, I we talked to him afterwards, and he says he did not intend to punch the guy or any of that business. I don't know what the NBA described it as. Hostile act. That's a bunch of gibberish. But we can all agree, he does a little of this, a little too much of this. And there are a lot of cameras in an NBA arena. And there are a lot of cameras covering an NBA game. You're not going to get away with that kind of stuff in the NBA.
16: I think the book is out on on Jokic about these kinds of things. And some of the stuff that he does is he just tries to pester people. He's a pest. He's such a classic youngest brother, and he has that kind of where he's just constantly – everything he does on the court is trying to get under people's skin and throw a little elbow here, kind of push and and, and flop and do all these things. But I think the book is out on him because of, of how frequently he goes to that well, but also because he complains about fouls in the first minute of the game. He's got to get better at, one, controlling his temper, but, two, at picking his spots. If you look at some of the great players, you know, throughout history, MJ was this guy, too, where first quarter, you know, always patting the ref on the butt, you know, making great calls tonight, this or that. Because in the fourth quarter, that's when you can start complaining about the fouls. Jokic will complain about the fouls when the team's up 20, and then when you actually need a call from the referees, they're annoyed yeah. with you. I thought last night that was an example of the ref saying, I'm so sick of this guy. He's getting yeah. out here. I just don't like him anymore.
7: You just said it best. Po- you got to be a politician, even in the in the game of basketball. And you can't be complaining when you're up by 18 at home against the Jazz. You're exactly right. Now it troubles me and it concerns me because you said the book is out. You you, you know full well that in that Minnesota locker room tonight, they're talking about it. Hey, who wants to set up Joker tonight? Who wants to be that guy? That's just right. like they do when, when the Nuggets played DeMarcus Cousins. Who wants to be that guy?
16: You're, you're absolutely right. It's a, here's what I'll say. Last year, Jokic had a problem with intentionally fouling in the backcourt because he got so frustrated. I think he's kept that in check this year. He's done it a little bit, but he's kept it in check relative to what he was doing last year, and that's an improvement. I just think it's a maturity issue. The guy's young. And and he has to learn these things, and I think the coaching staff has to be really diligent about pointing out these things and, and making sure he understands them. We'll see if this is a problem, you know, a year or two from now. I, I suspect it's not like DeMarcus Cousins is going to be doing this until he's 27, 28 years old. I, I think it's going to get a little bit better every year, but it has to because he can't be hated by every referee in the league. That's just not going to work for him.
7: Talking to you, Harrison Wynn, Jeff Morton, at uh, Nuggets shoot-around yesterday, you guys think I'm off my rocker. You guys think I'm I'm wacko. <laughs>
6: I'm
7: back. You know what? Because I contend, and I still do, I think I have a strong argument, that Gary Harris is the Denver Nuggets' most indispensable player. I mean, you could say best, but best can always be right. construed differently. I think he's the most yep. indispensable player on this roster. Tell me why I'm a whack job.
16: Well, you change it on me now, because yeah, you did say best. <laughs> You know, I think Mason Plumlee is sort of a facsimile of Jokic. So, in that regard, you know, Jokic goes down. Mason Plumlee can do maybe 80% of what Jokic is doing. And, and with Gary Harris, there's, there's not really that guy that can step in and do those things. So, in that regard, maybe most indispensable makes sense. But best player, I think it's not even close. And I am happy that there's enough good players on the Nuggets roster that we can – different people can like different guys. You know, it's always a drag when there's, it's a one-man show and then a bunch of – role players or backup singers or whatever. The Nuggets have a lot of guys that make this team go. But Nikola Jokic is, is, the, is the straw that stirs the drink offensively. Every single player on the Nuggets roster, and this is true for two years now, every single player gets better when they are paired with Jokic than when without him. And, and it, it, it's been that way since last year. You plug any player on the roster on, and, and they automatically improve their field goal percentage, their offense, their defense, everything. And so... I I I don't think there's a question about who the team's best player, and I think Jokic also not only the best player but also the highest upside because I think he's just tapping into the scratching the surface of, of what he is capable of, and if he ever ends up deciding to become a little bit more athletic and 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 drop some weight or whatever, this, he he has MVP potential. Where I think Gary Harris has really really good, maybe even All Star potential, but but really really good starter potential.
7: Um, a week ago, we were worried on this show that the Nuggets might be below 500 at this point. Let's be honest. You go to Portland and Golden yes. State, you don't expect to win one, let alone two of those games for crying out loud. And here they, they win both of them. And now they've secured a minimum of a winning record by the end of the year. So they're ahead of pace. Yeah. Hell, they're off to their best start in 34 games in six years. <laughs> so how do expectations suddenly
16: change, Adam? What, what are your expect, do you think they can win tonight? I do think they can win tonight. I'm not impressed with Minnesota. Minnesota, Oklahoma City, all these teams that are in the same area kind of record-wise with the Nuggets, I I think the Nuggets match up really, really well with them. Now, second night of a back-to-back, it's like negative 20 degrees in Minnesota. I mean, there's, you know, the team's going to be tired, maybe a little bit sore, but this is a statement game. One of the things, I, I wrote about this on Denver Stiffs last week, right ahead of the Portland game, that I felt like, they didn't take divisional games seriously. And they would go out there and get bullied by their division opponents. Well, that changed in Portland. I thought Portland was a turning point, one for Nikola Jokic, who I think got the monkey off his back and, and finally got aggressive. But I think this team has a renewed focus now with these games. And so I think they can win tonight. Uh, I think they're the better team than Minnesota. Um, and, and you made a good point about the record. It's funny, you write the ups and downs, the roller coaster of an NBA season, especially a team where they're at. Stepping back, 19-15, and won a bunch of improbable games, you know, over this last little stretch, and the easiest part of their schedule is right around the corner, just just a couple games away. I I think you have to be really, really optimistic with what the Nuggets have done this last week and where they're headed.
7: Well, at least they're on the cover of the Denver Post sports page. It's not a snowboarder this time, which I thought was a great line. No
16: snowboarders.
7: (laughs) Adam, you're the best, man. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thanks so much, Vic. Take care. Uh, it's Adam Morris of DenverStiffs.com. When we come back, we are going to give away these Avs Coyotes tickets tonight. Pepsi Center. Home ice. See if the brawl continues. If you missed the Jared Bednar show, by the way, catch it on our website. Catch it on our app if you haven't downloaded the app. Pretty easy to do that. You can watch us on Periscope, as you're doing right now, at altitude950 at Vic Lombardi. When we come back, tickets, hit the phone lines, 303-753-0950. HW, uh, we're going to have people ask us questions this time, correct?
9: Yes. We have these abs tickets for tonight's game. Start filling those phone lines, 303-753-0950 if you want to go. Please only call if you can go tonight. But after what happened Saturday in the desert, might be in for for some more fireworks tonight over at Petschew Center.
7: Remember how this works, all off the top of your head. You call us. We pick a topic, a subject. You have to ask us three questions. If we can't get through the three questions correctly, you go to the game. Last week, somebody stumped me two times in a row. It was that easy. We're not know it alls. We think we know it alls, but we're not know it alls. Easy, easy chance for you to win tickets. 303 753 950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this.
1: 950, Denver's all-sports station, Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Kreckman and Harris, we'll recap the Nuggets' big win and,
5: plus, Paxton Speaks. Also, Ryan, the Broncos have lost four games by at least 20 points this year. The Browns have only done that once. How in God's name is Vance Joseph going to keep the his job we shall discuss coming up Wednesday.
1: crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Please join us in supporting Children's Hospital
5: Colorado this holiday season by bringing your unwrapped toy donations to the showroom at Ferrari and Bentley of Denver in partnership with 3D Lacrosse, located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. Children's Hospital Colorado is one of the top children's hospitals in the nation, helping kids across Colorado and the West. Ferrari and Bentley of Denver is committed to offering you an exceptional customer experience.
10: Please help us by stopping by the showroom today with your unwrapped toy donation. We are located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? visit echohearingcenter.com.
1: Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver.
17: Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Halloran.
1: And I'm Kirk Yonke, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd.
17: Still looking at some slow speeds out there.
11: On the
1: Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30
12: tomorrow.
17: At Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age. We offer suites for independent and assisted living and for memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in Lone Tree. Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645.
19: Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department, located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Altitude 950,
1: Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
7: We got off the call with Kyle who will be at Pepsi Center tonight doing pre and uh, intermission reports for Altitude Television. Avs host the uh Coyotes stretch 9 of 10 at Pepsi Center. So we talk about the uh, schedule easing up for the Nuggets. It's a great opportunity for the Avs as well. 9 of 10 on home ice. What was Kiefer calling you about? Um, he wants to win these tickets to the game. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. But he can't. Ineligible. But you can, if you're out there, 303-753-0950 is the phone number. It's very easy. You call us. We pick the subject matter. You get three questions. If you can stump us, you win. You're going to the game. Last We did
9: this last weekend The
7: first person won, correct?
9: I believe so, yes. And we've got uh, four callers on right now, but we have two open lines, 303-753-0950.
8: So just to make sure we understand the rules they get to pick which one of us they're going to ask questions
7: you know you know what i think we should do this time around since it's three questions i think they have to ask all three of us
9: and they have to stump all three of us to win or do they only have to stump one of us to win no i
7: think i think it's an all three i think we're all in on this together
9: okay i like that we'll get things kicked off here with steve on line one vic
7: hey steve how are you steve you with us oh steve just dropped Steve, Steve got scared because we included all three. In he, the...
9: he was on hold for five minutes and then call he dropped. Call back, Steve. Uh, do you know who else has been on hold for five minutes? Brent. Brent
16: has been on hold for five
7: what minutes. What up, Brent?
16: What's happening today, guys? How many people call you Brett instead of Brent? Is that a problem? Pro- probably as many as they call you Dick, Vic. Yeah. yeah Enjoy it, true. Dick. Thank you.
7: <laughs> Good comeback.
16: Yeah. <laughs> all right,
7: Brent. Uh, it's pretty simple. You stump us. You're going to the game. What What is... Uh, we, we give you the choice, right? We give him the sport. Yeah. Okay, what do you guys want to do? I
9: I would say probably football or basketball. Right, I'll let good. you pick, Vic.
7: Hey, what's your favorite sport, Brent? Oh, probably a football. Okay, go football. Stop us. All right. Three questions. Start with Vic. Okay. Start
9: with Vic, Brent.
16: All right, Vic. Uh, who was the uh, Broncos' leading rusher in the 1998 season?
7: It's Terrell Davis.
16: <laughs> Sorry,
9: right? Brent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Appreciate yeah. the phone call, Brent. Thank you.
7: <clears throat> that wasn't
9: a trick question, was it, Manchester? No, no. no. I mean,
7: I'm, I'm trying to figure out what we don't have to get three right.
9: Is. He doesn't have to go through all of us.
7: Well, he he lost already. Uh, yeah, he he's me. got
9: to stump Vic,
8: stump me, stump you. He got to stump three of us. That's what Vic yeah. made the rules of. Yes, I'm, I'm having a hard time following this. Okay, all all right. I so I that's just a tough task.
9: What's so hard about it? Hey, if you, you want to go questions. to Abs Coyotes tonight, I mean, if you're just tuning in, those are the tickets we're giving away. Okay. we got open phone lines, 303 why? 753 why so,
7: I mean, just, it's sports. It's like you're at the bar and you're talking sports. Come up with three questions. It's yeah. not that hard. It's easy. Vic, it's why easy. don't you
9: explain the, we, we got Roger and Tom on hold. Why don't you explain the, the real quickly, the, the roots of why we're doing it this way?
7: Because last time, when I asked questions to you, the listeners, people claimed that the questions were too esoteric. People they kind of freaked vague. out on us. Yes. Yeah. So now's your chance to ask vague questions. Have at it. Who's on the line?
9: Three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. We'll go to Roger on line three.
7: Hey, what's up, Roger? Hey, what's up? Thanks for all listening, right. bud. All right. All right. My what's pleasure. your favorite? What's your favorite sport, Roger? Uh, football. Football. It is. Start with Vic, Roger. Stop us. Right.
16: What year did Rod Smith? Uh, what year did Ross um, Smith get signed by the Broncos? What year did he get signed,
7: or what year yeah. did he play? Because he was spent some did... time on the year? practice squad. Okay. Okay, I will say... Let's see here. I'm going to say he got signed in 1995. That is my guess.
9: All right.
8: <laughs> Guys,
7: do we have an answer?
9: Is that right or not? No.
8: Well, we're looking it up here.
9: Roger, you have to have the answer. Yeah, Roger, you got another I don't
6: have
16: the answer. What the hell
6: is this? I mean, what's going on here? All right, Roger, thanks for calling.
7: And listen, I'm going to explain this one more time. All right? Listen, thanks, Roger. Thanks. Let's let Roger go. Let's let Roger go. If you're going to ask the question, you have to know the damn answer.
9: After the 1994 draft, Smith went undrafted and was signed by the Broncos as a free agent.
8: So was it 94 or 95? It was 94. Okay. His first year that he played was 1995.
7: Yes. All right. Uh, Point is, if you're stumping us, you have to stump us with something you know.
9: Correct. 303-753-0950. Vic, I'm going to be honest. The only guy we got on hold right now because a couple of people have dropped is Tom. So let's see if Tom can win these tickets.
7: You people are scared. That's what. F- you're scared. You are frightened. I am challenging you to stump us, and you cannot. You got that's to, why people are cutting
9: off. You got Tom on the air now, Vic.
7: Tom, what's up, buddy? Hi, guys. How you doing? Okay,
3: I got one. Well, I'm doing pretty good. Good. <laughs> um, my kids are taking their driver's uh, license test, so they're twins. Some kind of so you're,
7: time. To... You're waiting for them? Oh, that could take forever. That yeah, could
16: take forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, okay. Uh, let's see. First question: football question.
3: Okay. Who was the first quarterback to play at Lambeau Field? The very
9: first quarterback to play oh, at Lambeau yes. Field. It's a good question. Vic, yes. okay. you want to stab
8: this one? Vic Lombardi from Green Bay. No, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me think this. <laughs> well
7: played, Tom. Tom, let me think this through a little bit. All
8: right, because
7: um, no, no is, googling. We got I'm not Googling. I swear got to got God. Look my him. hands. I promise,
9: he's not googling.
7: I swear to God. Um, okay, right. so this is obviously predates Bart Starr. Um. God, who would be the first quarterback? This would be a home quarterback. This would be a Green Bay quarterback, not necessarily an opposing quarterback. Correct?
3: You guys should. You guys should know this, man.
7: Okay, well, when you have the answer, we may sound dumb. I mean, James, I'm, do you have I any help here? James, do you, do you
8: know this what you're is the next question, I think. I really I really do not. I'm trying to I don't know what year Lambeau Field opened, but it does yep. feel pre Bart Star, but that's yeah, as far back be, as pre- that's as far back as I can think, so I would okay. go Bart Starr just because it's at least a name. That's,
7: that I'll stick with Bart Starr. What's the answer, Tom? No. See he's got Denver connections, the great babe perilli.
8: Ah, oh that's babe. a good question. Good one. All right. Tom, congratulations.
7: There's a benefit to waiting on people at the DMV. You're going to the Avs Coyotes game tonight. Hang on the line, oh, wow. we'll get your information. All right, buddy.
9: Hey, Tom, they're really good seats too, so you will yes. enjoy. I've seen.
8: I don't see a lot of our tickets. I've seen these tickets. They're very good seats. Isn't see
9: now that was that,
8: that was legit. That's a legit trivia question. Yeah. there was a local connection to it. It's not a hey. This guy had two more yards than this guy in 1999, and nobody would remember it. It no. was good. That was legit.
7: Babe Perilli, I mean, yeah. if you're crying out. Listen, and we apologize if those of you who got off the line that weren't prepared. But if you don't know the answer, it's not a legitimate question. Okay, but Vic, I think what we've learned here today
9: is when we give away tickets, we need to go back to the old trivia format.
7: Because Which one is that, where we ask the
9: questions. Yeah, because I understand you were frustrated. I was frustrated that people were so mad at us for our hmm. questions. But we get a heck of a lot more interaction when we're asking
8: the questions as opposed to the other way around. Hey, Vic. My, soft.
9: My, my,
7: soft. Everybody wants to do field day in this town.
8: I know Does he had, had a, earn it? a lot of connections to this town, but my Babe Perilli memory as a kid, he was the head coach of the Denver Dynamite.
7: Exactly right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Dude, I remember going to McNichols. Remember the, the Denver Avalanche? Oh, yeah. At McNichols? The oh, yeah. indoor, indoor soccer, soccer. Team?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
7: When I was an intern at Channel 4, I, went and, uh, I was in charge of like going to games and logging the games back when they had vast amount of interns, and I'd go to those indoor games. I'd actually watch them and have to come back and report to Zapolo and Les what happened during the game.
8: The Denver Dynamite won Arena Bowl 1. Any guess who they played, Vic?
7: I don't have an answer.
8: Pittsburgh Gladiators. I wow. would have got Pittsburgh, I would not have got Gladiators.
7: Uh, this is from Alex on uh, Twitter, Alex Polosovsky. We asked for the one time you've been on television, and he just tweeted us a photo of himself behind Tracy Ringlesby at a Rockies game when uh, 2012 Rockies season. Coors Field outlawed masks and bag heads, so I made a cardboard cutout of myself and went on a handful of games. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. That's very well done. Very game day esque of you. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's altitude 950.
1: Here's what's happening at Altitude 950.
3: Ring in 2018 in a different way this year with Fire on Ice. Start your New Year's Eve with the Avalanche as they take on the New York Islanders at 6 p.m. And stick around for the Avalanche's first ever indoor fireworks show. Tickets are available at ColoradoAvalanche.com.
5: The National Western Stock Show begins January 6th. 16 days of family fun, rodeo excitement, horse shows, western shopping, and more.
3: Get
1: more info now at
14: Altitude950.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines Restaurant dot com.
11: Hey, my friends, it's Emily, and I know this is going to be uncomfortable, but we need to have a talk. No offense, but I see way too many of the same old boring cars on the roads. We live in one of the most beautiful states in the country, and let's face it, your cars have no personality. I want you to join me in the revolution and start to think mini. With all-wheel drive and room for five in the mini countrymen and clubmen, you could have a ride good-looking enough for Colorado with tons of mile-high style. Go see my friends at Shop Mini for incredible year-end offers. Chomp mini, one price One person, one hour, shopmini.com.
4: Scott is here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology.
10: When bad weather hits, be ready. Let Goodyear help during our biggest event. Now through December thirty first, 2017, get up to $200 back on select Goodyear tires. That includes the new Assurance Weather Ready, offering Goodyear's best all-weather traction for Mother Nature's worst. Plus, ask about special financing. See store for details. Stop by Roadmasters Auto and Tire Center in North Glen, Lafayette and Boulder, or RoadmastersAuto.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of
0: Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the
1: Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
7: Uh, Regarding the game, you you hold the team to 34 points in the first half. That tells the whole story. How how are you guys playing such great defensively?
5: I think it's uh,
7: me.
6: (laughs) Yeah.
7: Ah, <laughs> uh, the Joker was joshing last night, but the Nuggets are very much improved defensively. In fact, Paul on the text line he he actually emailed me this. He says he went to the Nuggets game last night, got a chance to visit with them. Calls it one of the more unique Nuggets teams he remembers. Uh, don't remember us ever being this good on defense since what the Mutombo years. Here's my take on that. And again, maybe because I'm um, I've, I've seen this time and time again. I need to see the Nuggets play at this level defensively for a couple more weeks before I deem them a good defensive team. Is that fair?
9: Yeah, it's been a, a really, it's been a really, really nice stretch, and we can all yes. agree on that. But like anything in life, you got to continue to do it to prove yourself.
7: I need to see a couple more weeks of this kind of play before I say, okay, uh, they get it defensively. Just give me some more time.
8: Well, uh, t- t- just like, t- like you we were panicking a week ago the other direction, right? you got to temper your enthusiasm here as well. Although, if they yeah. win in Minnesota tonight, it's going to be
9: tough. It's going to gonna be tough tomorrow morning to temper because yes. this is another back-to-back. They had to get out of plane late last night. It's a good basketball team they're playing. It's going to be tough to temper if they win tonight.
7: <laughs> and It's supposed to be, as Adam Morris told it's supposed to be like 12 below in um, Minneapolis. It's so cold. And that really doesn't impact the basketball game. You're inside. Although the more I think about it, you should be allowed to pick one home game per year that you play outside. And if I'm Minneapolis, I pick tonight
8: the 12 below game. Yes, that would be a uh, that, that that would be lightly attended. <laughs>
7: How good would that be? <laughs> Wait a minute, are you saying that basketball? Fans are soft because they have these outdoor NHL well, games all the time.
8: That's true. But 12 below? Dude, I mean, I guess they'll come sit out for a, you know, the, the Vikings and the Seahawks played a playoff game in that kind of weather. Remember Bud Grant came out in short sleeves?
7: 8928 eight on the text line. Of course, when you guys are giving away Nuggets tickets. You involve basketball trivia. You give away Avs tickets. It's anything but hockey trivia. Listen, 8928, eight. we opened it up to the to the callers. They got to pick the subject matter. Remember, I asked the guy, what's your favorite sport? And then I said, go ahead, hit me. It's not my fault. I'll take on anything. In fact,
20: doesn't
7: Kyle Keith just called during the break with some ridiculous question?
20: Yeah, I think, he's, I think he gave it to Marty. Is the Marty, the question what, he, would what, what have stumped he want? Yeah, with. so I'm proxy here. So in 2003, Peyton Manning led the league yeah. in passing yards. Who was number two? 2003.
7: 2003. Okay, so Jake had a pretty good year with the Broncos that year, right? Mm-hmm. That was Jake's... Okay, so that wasn't Jake. I know there's some sort of trick question.
8: Jake's first year here. Who else was slinging it all over that season? Think about this for a second. Um, 2003. Who was in the Super Bowl that year? Was it uh, Philly? And Was that Philly and New England, or were they really the following year? Hmm. It was the year before Eli and Big Ben and, and Philip Rivers was the year before that class. So it could have been, did Drew Brees have a big year with the San Chargers,
7: no, perhaps? I don't, I don't think he could have that kind of year.
8: How about Rich Gannon? Was Rich Gannon still,
20: he was still slinging it in Oakland, right? because yeah, that's a great guess. You're I missing, like that. You're missing the top 10 here. It's not even close. Really? Yeah. Donovan well, we're McNabb. We're dumb. Um,
8: we're dumb
9: people.
20: Is this as bad as Tom Izzo was yesterday? Really? Yeah, probably. I mean, this isn't obvious as Tom Izzo, but. Brett Favre?
8: Drew, Tom Brady. I don't think Tom Brady was slinging it all that much at that point. He was number was six
20: Brett? that year. Was he
8: really? hmm And Jake Plummer didn't make the list. Jake
20: Plummer didn't make the list.
8: Uh, Rich Gannon didn't make the list. Rich Gannon's not there now. Drew Brees didn't make the list.
20: He must have been number 11. Yeah. Okay. Is, is I'm Favre really good at coming list? up with
8: 11.
7: Is Favre on the list? Favre.
20: Jesus. He must have been number 12. Wow, really?
7: Favre's yes. not on the list.
20: No. Uh, okay, oh, okay. Tell us.
7: Uh, um uh The Vikings...
8: Randall Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a big clue. No. I
6: don't want
7: clues. Do not give me any damn clues. Okay. All right, I'm not Field day The this. Number two passer don't. in
8: 2003. If Peyton was one, this guy was number two.
7: Oh, oh, the the, the Titans quarterback McNair.
8: Can I just give it it to you? I don't think he ever threw for that many yards. No, it's not McNair.
7: What are you talking about? One year he was the MVP. I know.
8: He ran the ball all over. I'll look up his MVP season. I'll bet he he wasn't a top ten passer that year.
7: Okay, fine. Um, Who was the Detroit quarterback in 03? John Kidda?
8: I don't
7: know. Yeah.
9: John, John K was in
20: Cincinnati, and he was number seven that year. <laughs>
7: Good pull. I didn't even hear
9: the question because I had to go get our guests in the lobby, and I'm already better at this than you guys are. Yes. All right,
7: just 2003 yeah. quarterbacks, top ten passers. Name them. 2003, Donovan yeah.
9: McNabb. Do you name him yet? Yes, He was we mentioned. Did. He's not there. Um, He's not even
8: in the top. Uh, that was McNair's, in, that was McNair's MVP Favre. season, Dick. Was it really? Yeah. Um, and he, he was not top ten? He threw for 3,200 yards, 24 touchdowns.
7: Okay, I'm going to start taking stuff off the text line because we sound like absolute idiots. It's the
8: second day in a row. Is this, this, this is turning into a pattern.
7: Trent Green.
8: Yep, there it is. Woo.
7: Way to go, Texter. Wow. Thank you very much. Did we say Rich Gannon yet? Well, well yes, we, we didn't.
8: Did. We didn't go with anybody from St. Louis, and the greatest show on turf had to be there that year. So it was either See, Warner or Bolger. The difference
7: is, if we're idiots, we say we're idiots. We're, we don't know at all.
8: Yeah, it's we don't. Okay. We're not complaining that Kyle asked us an unfair yeah. question.
7: I mean, we know Kyle researched it clearly. But yeah, it's okay.
8: That's it's fine. Man, it's two days in a row we have just been... You guys are just the totally drawing. But
7: see, you need this. I, I say this every day, James. Every human being out there, every walk of life needs to be humbled. You need to eat humble pie early and often. That way you go through the rest of your day, people walk into your office, and you don't think you're all that. yeah. Not you a, got humbled by the 2003 quarterback
8: course. Every day by 10 o'clock, I am ready to deal with people in a peaceful manner yes. because of what <laughs> happens on true. this show. Every single day by 10 o'clock. I'm, uh, just, like, I'm just like Zen yeah. guy. Yeah, when I think of you at 10 on 1, I think Zen every day. All right. Let's um, get to our segment here. Yes. What, what is our segment?
9: We're spanning the globe. You have that fancy rundown in oh, front of Oh, that's you.
8: right. Span it.
1: There's a lot going on in the sports world.
6: possible. Span the globe.
9: All right, Vic, this broke right after our show yesterday. Did you see that James Harrison signed with the Patriots? How Belichick is
7: that? No one's surprised, right? I mean, he wasn't playing in Pittsburgh. They weren't utilizing him the way he'd like. I mean, he's old as dirt. I get it. But it's a great find because you know, you know, he's going to make some sort of game changing play come playoff time.
8: Yeah, but don't you look at it and think if the Steelers thought he had anything left, because they they had to know this is exactly what would happen, right? He would go sign sure. with New England if he had anything left. If he if they thought he had any sort of inside information. They just keep him on the roster. What's, uh, unless he's just being a total pain in the neck in the locker room. I, I, I think this is Bill Belichick gets called a genius for doing absolutely anything. Dude, kiss, G- the, kiss the rings. He is a I genius. I get it. But that doesn't mean everything he does is perfect. It, the guy's played 40 snaps this year. He's 39 years old. it's so a troll tr- move. He's doing it for info. You know he's doing um, it for info. Will James Harrison is going to chirp in the info
7: can he have? Will you be surprised if he a makes lot. a play at some point in a game? Yes. Makes a play. Yes. Okay.
8: Yes. I would be less surprised if Carson Palmer was the MVP next year. All Both right. of them are done.
7: All right, Vic. Josh Rosen could be
8: a
9: Denver Bronco next year, but he sat out UCLA's loss to Kansas State at the Bowl. Sure, bracket. I like
7: his face. There's some issues there. I don't like the face.
9: Concussion protocol not cleared to play. Uh don't want to go too much tinfoil hat, but do you buy it?
7: Of course not. Of course not. I mean, you know, he's making sure he's – safe and secure for NFL draft time. I mean, I don't blame him. Whatever. These guys are going down that road now. Whatever. Uh, I don't like his comments saying that doesn't matter where he's drafted. It's about the right team. I mean, Listen, dude. You, you don't get to choose your team. Not everybody is Eli Manning. Okay? You don't get to choose your team. You got to go wherever you go. And if you look at the draft right now, there are two teams before the Broncos who you know are going to go quarterback. Cleveland's going to go quarterback. Who's the other one? Giants won't because I guess Eli wants to come back.
8: Well, and Cleveland has two picks in the top five. There's yeah, rumors they're not they pick could... two quarterbacks. There are rumors. Well, San Francisco's not going quarterback. No,
7: they're not going quarterback. Indy, you think, will not go quarterback. Correct. If Andrew Luck is what he's supposed to be.
8: I didn't like McCaffrey and Fournette sitting out last year. I don't have as much problem with Rosen here because, look, do I think he could have passed the concussion protocol if it was a national semifinal game? Yeah, but he's had two concussions this year. He had a concussion in his last game. I, that just, to me, seems like an unnecessary risk. I don't have a big problem with this
7: Punchable face, yes or no? Joshua? Yes.
8: Okay.
9: Yes. All right, Vic, I've got some sound you're going to want to hear. This is Landon Collins talking about the very troubled Eli Apple out in New York.
15: On one corner that needs to grow up, and we all know who that is. I would be the, I'd be the only person I would change out of our secondary group. Besides the other two guys, they are seeing,
6: uh, Jack Rabbit, I love those two guys. They play hard. They love what they do. That first pick, he's a cancer.
9: Called him a cancer. I don't know how closely you followed this Eli Apple story, but there was some phenomenal journalism done. Very sad story. It sounds like the mother has isolated herself and Eli from the rest of the family. Uh, The mother, frankly, sounds crazy, and Eli needs to get away from her. Now he's got Landon Collins calling him a cancer. Remember, Eli Apple was a first-round pick of New York. We think the Broncos are a mess. The Giants might be a bigger mess.
7: You know, the mother is a former news producer. She produced local and national news. She was a writer. Mm-hmm. Very well-versed.
8: Yeah, I remember her being all over Twitter and all over the news. And Apple. When Eli Apple was, was drafted. Uh, that's a big word to throw at somebody, though. I mean, you got to be pretty divisive to you, be a cancer in the locker room. You guys should read this article, and I'm
9: bummed I can't remember the source. It's on my Twitter. I'll retweet it. This was phenomenal journalism. I saw it.
8: This
7: I woman it. is yeah.
8: crazy.
7: So, H.W., you're telling me that there are instances where – A guy, an athlete, can get too close with his mother and allow her to take over his life. What are you hitting at, Victor? Nothing at all. Nothing. Not not a single thing. Has Eli Apple ever attended a playoff baseball game with his
6: mom?
9: <laughs> I don't know. Well, speaking of our special visitors, Vic just spilled the beans. My parents are in the building now watching the show. Hello, so. Petersons. How are you? Yeah. Nice to see you. <laughs> we'll get them on a mic next segment, maybe, Vic. All right, I want to close with this. We talked about it early. The Avs are just three points out of a wild card spot. Anaheim's played 37 games. The Avs have played 35. The problem is, is there's traffic there, right? There's Chicago. Minnesota, Calgary—nine of the next ten at home. How many points would you like to see the Avs get in those ten games? You two go.
7: Well, I pretty much asked uh, Jared Bednar that same question, and you know, coaches aren't going to tell you what they want. They want as many points as possible. But I think, see, nine of ten at home, so possibility of
9: twenty. 20. Obviously, that's unrealistic. I think you have to have a, you have to have I'll eleven take 14.
7: plus. Eleven I'll take plus. 14. Ooh, I'd love Manchester 14. Going field day, honestly. I'd love 14 points.
8: No, I'm just saying that's the number where if it's less, if it's 10 or less, you only get half the points, that's a disaster.
7: Winnipeg's a tough team. Toronto's a tough I'm team. I'm not
9: saying it's not tough, but if you want to make the playoffs, I'm with you. The number I had in my head was 15, but I'll go with 14. How's that right. sound?
7: we going to finally meet the parents after this? Sure, Vic. If, if that would just warm your little heart. I, of course. I want to see the maker of HW. I want to it's,
8: know why they that, came
4: be a to be? Want to know they're why in here, that...
8: Vic, and they're so put together, and they look like you know upstanding citizens. I'm like, man, that tree must have been on a hill because that apple just kept on rolling.
7: <laughs> proud, <laughs> proud grandparents, I understand too. Congratulations, exactly. That's yes. awesome.
8: Not mine. Let's yeah,
7: make that. I was say, did you, did you <laughs> let them know yet? <laughs> Let's make that abundantly clear. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi show. Final, final segment coming up. We get to meet the Petersons right here on Altitude 950
8: you okay. All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one you don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured these are the good guys they have over a thousand google reviews plus they have an a plus rating with the better business bureau so pick up the phone and give them a call 303-695-7000 or check them out online at americanfinancing.com become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of altitude 950 nmls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate
14: simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results berg simpson your fighters for justice when the game is on the line go to bergsimpson.com that's b-u-r-g simpson.com good lawyers changing lives
13: this is holly kammerer of the berg simpson law firm if you've been injured don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone we have proven results and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com that's bergsimpson.com berg simpson good lawyers changing lives
10: What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamars. And also visit us online at
7: lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Homeowners, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford, the, the real estate team, is the only agent you need to call. He will make you this offer. Troy will sell you a home or your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Marketing. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get clients the most money. Recently, he used that system. He sold the house for 10 grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. Give him a call today 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433.
10: Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning, small-batch, American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release, orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please, day drink, responsibly. It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unc co.edu Time to get geared up for Stock Show. And you want your gear from Colorado Saddlery. They've been building gear for Cowboys since 1945. They're the largest tack shop in the West, with a 12,000-foot showroom now open in golden. You'll find spurs, bits, concealed carry coats, professional-grade saddles, and more. During the Stock Show Super Saddle Sale, get a free wool saddle pad with every saddle purchase. Time to get geared up for Stock Show at Colorado Saddlery, one block west of I-70 in Colfax
1: on Moss Street in Golden. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
7: Uh, before we welcome uh, the Petersons to the show, I, I do need a quick rendition of what's in the paper today. Very interesting story, guys, uh, out of the Denver Post. Name for me the fastest-growing state in the Union.
8: Fastest growing yeah, state in this the union. Me. This surprised the hell out of me. Uh, fact, I'm going to go. N- i me. I'm going to say North Dakota.
7: No. Will any chance? I know you don't own a paper. It's Idaho. Idaho. Gosh, yeah, you're right. Idaho. More Should people. Should we tell them are... or no? What?
9: My dad whispered the answer to me.
7: Of course, your dad. Your dad reads a paper. See, your dad's educated. Your dad's an Ivy leaguer. He understands the worth of a paper. People are leaving Wyoming in droves because the coal mines aren't what they used to be. They're going to adjoining, boundering states like Idaho, Nevada, Utah, fastest-growing states in the Union.
8: Well, that's As why we, that's why I went North Dakota, assuming they didn't have a very big population to start, and they've had the oil boom and some of those. So you knew it had to be mining or oil or something.
7: Let's talk to your parents. Are, are, do they have a microphone in front of them over there, Will? Can they speak? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, they're okay. good. Here we go. Um Please, we'll introduce them by name. I, I don't know their names.
9: <laughs> all right, so it's my parents, Craig and Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte gained some fame on this show because she, of course, went to the wild card game with me in Arizona. For the record, Vic, I asked my father first. He's a teacher, very committed to his uh, sure. his duties, couldn't pull it off that day. But my mom was able to pull it off, so that's why we went.
7: All right, before we start, I want to say this to your father, Craig. all yes the respect in the world for what you do. My wife was a teacher and still is on, on the side. I think it's the toughest job in the world, and you guys don't get paid nearly enough money for what you do. I don't have the patience to pull it off, but I widely respect you. For What, what grade do you teach? Is there oh, a specific grade?
18: Well, thanks, Vic. No, I love my job. It's just fantastic, and, and I'm not in a... I'm not in a school where I have kids with discipline problems or anything yeah. like that. So, I mean, my kids want to be there. They're motivated. They're just – it's tremendous. So I teach uh sophomores, juniors, and seniors – uh, sophomores to the first year physics class and juniors and seniors to an AP, uh, calculus physics class.
7: So this is Kent Denver, correct?
18: Correct, yes. So
7: they, they show up in their Ferraris and they <laughs> have like, mess computers.
18: <laughs> some, yeah, Some, you know, show up in old beaters though, also. Oh, so, yeah. Did you
7: teach, uh, HW? Was he one of your students?
18: No, unfortunately, I did not teach HW. I wish I had had him in class. Maybe he would have liked physics a little bit better. It was
9: against okay. the rules, Vic. They couldn't have my dad be my teacher. <laughs> okay.
7: And so, Charlotte, what does Charlotte do? Mom, talk right into the mic, okay?
2: I'm mostly retired. Uh, okay. I was in the investment business, so um, I still do a few things, but mostly retired.
7: And you, both of you are Ivy Leaguers, correct? We are. We are. Did you
2: meet? Yeah, come on now. They don't
9: like making this very public. They are, but you don't have to go down this road. Well, the humble. reason I'm
7: going there is I want to know two Ivy Leaguers, vastly successful, incredibly intelligent, you produce a kid who sips beer and water at Nuggets games and tries to legitimize pro wrestling as a sport. I'm just
8: saying. I was thinking the same thing, but, Vic. This yeah. just doesn't add up. <laughs> I mean,
9: what? They've what let is me going pursue on? my goals and dreams, yeah. Vic. My dad. <laughs> You know why, Vic, that I, I learned to read? Because I would I would put the sports page out. Speaking of the paper, I always yeah. make fun of you guys with the paper. I would put the sports page out and read all the numbers and the box scores. And finally, I said to my dad one day, I said, what do all those letters mean? And he goes, well, it's time I teach you to read. And that yeah. was before kindergarten. So no, they've I, been
7: supportive since day one. In, in all, all honesty, it. you got to be vastly proud. I mean, you're, you're, you're locals, and you get to hear your kid on the radio, and he's back here after taking that bowling class in Missouri.
18: <laughs> <got a> job. <laughs> Ab- absolutely, Vic, you know, we're just, uh, you know, sports has been his passion sure. since age three. Yeah. And, you know, by the, you know, I think when he was about six or seven years old, he, he always thought he was going to replace Larry Walker and right, Larry Walker in right field. Um, and then I think by the time he was 10, he realized his parents didn't give him the genetic code sure. to hit a 95-mile-an-hour fastball that also broke a foot and a half. So he said, well, I'll, I'll just announce for the Rockies then. And uh, that started his career in, uh, in journalism. But that ain't a you problem. That's a me problem. <laughs> yeah. I
9: mean, Vic, both these, these two were swimmers and still are. Yeah. My dad owns a bunch of world records currently for his age group for swimming. So wow. he's too modest to tell you that. But I I'll can't relate, that.
7: Craig. I can't swim. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm Italian. So so naturally, most Italians with their hair cannot get in pools.
18: <laughs> Come on down to DU, and I'll uh, and I'll give you a few lessons. Vic yeah, it
7: scares the hell out of me, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, Charlotte, I need to ask you because uh, when I heard about the adventure down to Arizona for the playoff game, I was um, uh, I was a little jealous because I'll be honest, say I've never imagined taking my mother to a game. You guys must have a special relationship there. What was that trip like from your vantage point? Because HW spoke glowingly of you during that trip.
2: Yeah, it it was great. I mean, I think some of it was just we had no logistical problems at all. I mean, we were door-to-door in 12 hours, and that was pretty incredible. We're
8: giving you all the credit for that? Because if Will had to pull that off on his own, he would have been doing the show I was the from, one
2: who booked the
6: flights from Sky the Harbor Research. Airport. Yeah.
8: yeah, but getting to the airport on time, leaving the game at a reasonable time so you didn't cut it too close. No way you do that on you your do. Own. Have, yeah. You do have a point
9: about the airport on time. But <laughs> right. I will say, when it was eleven seven in the ninth inning, first of all, I was so pissed off at Greg Holland that I was just yes. pissed off. But second of all, tears. I said to my mom, the only thing that's going to make this worse is if we miss our flight and I can't sure. do the show tomorrow. Right. So you can vouch here. I was the one who kind of got us out the door at the game.
2: Wow. Absolutely. I gave you, I said to you, I'll do whatever you want to do, and yes. you said we got to go. Let's go, because we're going to have trouble getting to the airport if we leave in mass.
7: He was the adult in the room there, huh? He was. Uh, uh, but, but, Vic, I was also mad at
9: Greg Holland and Pat yeah. Neshek, and I tried to come on the show the next day and have perspective about it, and then this guy just flew off the handle, and my perspective was yeah, quickly lost. So I, do I flew off the you handle? This,
7: you <laughs> remember yourself the day after the Wildcat yeah, game? Was I wasn't yeah. Happy. Yeah. You know, Manchester does not doesn't respond well to adversity in sport. Not on this show. We that we have our biggest arguments. You notice that though, James? Our biggest arguments come after a Broncos defeat or a costly defeat of any other team in town. That's when we really go toe to toe.
8: So you're saying I'm a bad loser? No, I'm it's totally just that you fine get with that. So labor. that,
7: that pent up frustration and anger, I mean it just spills onto the show.
8: Yeah, but I told you that told both you guys that morning, give me till the baseball season's over, give me till November first and I will be fine. Then I'll have perspective. Morning after the loss, I don't want perspective at that point. I just want to be ticked.
7: Charlotte, I do need to add this though. Uh, in regards to your trip, and I think it's great memory. Great memories will come from that trip. He did confide that you were not the first choice, or, or the second choice. You were like the eighth or ninth choice on making that
9: trip. I had so- to
2: volunteer myself. He never. <laughs> a- he never even thought to ask me. <laughs>
9: Hey, Vic, real quick before we get out of here, we do have Jason on the line who went to the game with us last night. I want to sneak him in here real fast. Uh, let's go to Jason on line one. Hey,
7: Jason, congratulations. It was great seeing you and your wife last night. Did you have a great time?
8: Oh, we had a great time. Thanks for the tickets. Uh, probably one of the best experiences you can win here in
16: Colorado.
7: Did H.W. Manchester talk your ear off, or did they allow you to at least watch the game?
16: Oh, we had a great time. little heckling of the officials after the Jokic issues, but... Uh, no. Nothing that got too
7: escalated. Hey, Jason, my favorite story. Tell us, please relay. Uh, Apparently when you guys met, you were in the Lexus Club, and you were talking to James Manchester. What did you tell him about your first impression of him and how it changed through the course of the night?
8: Uh, I'm pretty sure I dropped an F-bomb with a hate uh, towards him. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I told him he could check my Twitter, and I was pretty sure I went off multiple times
16: last year at him and uh, probably wouldn't have gotten my tickets if he saw that.
7: And what do you think of him now? Has your tune changed?
16: <laughs> uh, he bought me some beers last night. So, yeah. I mean,
7: anyone buys beers, they're good See, in my book. You can buy them all off. Just remember that, yep. Manchester.
8: Yep. Well, I mean, that's how we all make friends, right? We, exactly I don't know if right. I like that guy buys a couple beers. He's all right. Jason,
9: it's a lot of fun changes. meeting you and Jenna. We really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we're we're lucky to work at a place that hooks people up with tickets consistently. Tickets like that a special treat. So thanks, man. Glad you had fun. Thanks,
18: Jason.
8: Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, appreciate it. Hey, real quick, Vic. Yeah. Um, question for you. Uh, last five games have really changed with Torrey Craig. Is he Patrick Beverly 2.0 for us? God, you
7: know, it's funny you say that. I, he's not nearly as uh, as much of a pest as Patrick Beverly, but I think he brings that defensive presence. Did you notice who the first player off the bench was last night for the Nuggets? It was Torrey Craig. He is not going anywhere. Trust me. When it's time to make that decision, he will remain in the rotation. Great analysis there, Jason. Appreciate I, the call. You know what, Vic?
9: I told Jason because he turned to me and said that. He said, I think Vic is all on this Patrick Beverly train, and I think Tory Craig is Patrick Beverly. And I said, Jason, call the show with that yeah. take because it's a good take, so I'm yeah. glad you said it.
7: All right. Before we say goodbye and uh, appreciate you all listening to the show, as we do every morning, we wrap it up with our Troy Hansford fired-up finale. Who is it, Jason? <laughs> We're
6: going to
7: is the fired up Finale,
1: presented by the Troy Hansford real estate team here's what's got us fired up today me fired up
10: 8928
7: eight on the text line of course when you guys are giving away nuggets tickets you involve basketball trivia you give away Fs tickets it's anything but hockey trivia listen 8928 eight. we opened it up to the to the callers they got to pick the subject matter remember I asked the guy what's your favorite sport and then I said go ahead and hit me it's not my fault? I'll take on anything. <laughs> Darn right we will. Is that Craig and Charlotte? As long as you hear, here, do you have a trivia question you want to stop us with? Anything? Anything off the top of your head? Sports-related, my Do you have
9: anything that trivia about me that is appropriate to say on the radio that yeah. these two may not know?
7: Any piece of trivia. H.W. We understand the derivation of H.W. We got that, the origin, which is lovely. Anything else about the kid?
2: I'm not coming up with anything. I was okay. going to ask you a trivia question, though. What female athlete just won the AP Female Athlete of the Year?
7: AP Female Athlete gotta of the Year. It's got to be Serena. Okay, let me think
8: about That'd this. That'd be my vote. Who'd you say? Serena. That's not right.
2: No, is think was it's
9: the
7: second. gymnast. It's the gymnast. Well, okay. all right, think about this. You're talking swimmers. to two swimmers, Vic. Oh, oh, it's the one. Um, Ledecky. Uh,
5: Katie. Uh, yes. Katie Ledecky,
7: yeah, Correct. Katie Ledecky, Katie Ledecky. Okay. Katie Ledecky, you're exactly right. She's the next uh, next great one in swimming for the U S.
2: Okay, the next, Craig. she's already there. Okay. <laughs> okay,
7: Craig, you got anything for us?
18: Into uh, the mic. Let's see. Um, my babysitter in the early 1960s, <laughs> yeah. yes, uh, a guy from Italy, but uh, you know, made his home in Pittsburgh. Was um, benched 565 pounds, broke the world record. And was the uh, longest running, uh,